Yeah. <laughs> okay, all of that being said, <laughs> do you need to stop calling him Baby Yoda? Because Yoda, he's like 50 years old, and Yoda's already dead, and that's not Baby Yoda. He looks like a Yoda. He looks like a baby. And yeah, he and he looks like, like a, Yoda. He's in a garage. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and we don't know his race. You know what he also uses the force and lift stuff? Baby Yoda. Not just lift stuff, lift animals. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, badass. Why, they, why isn't it called the? Why isn't it called Baby Yaddle? Because nobody cares about it. <laughs> Fuck Yaddle. Because <laughs> the less we have poor, to reference poor, the prequels, poor Yaddle. the better. Poor Yaddle. Not really. Just <laughs> let Yaddle go. Yaddle suffered too much being in the prequels. You know who else suffers a lot? Republicans. They I, suffer from mental illness. So, the difference a uh, one head change can make. Cool Cyclops, right? Very kind of, like, looks leader, looks like a badass, right? Oh, no, you have... I am I have a guess what the head's going to be. I have a bad feeling. I know what one. I think it might be a, now. Dickish oh. Cyclops. Oh, that's like <laughs> brosif Cyclops. Here's hey, bro. Crunchy sounds for the podcast. Oh, yeah. That is Yeah, it's more. That's the sound you all that, came to listen that to. Plastic head out of here. Yeah. You're going to pop that head off? Man, you just ripped his head off. Oh, emo brosif. My asshole. dad. He has the emo swoop. My dad is a member of this country club. <laughs> I'm the man you seat me right now. I love these Cyclops heads. They're the best. They are the best. I also love this Wolverine head. Yeah, because he's like, ah, ah, ah. Why do I have bone claws? Ah. It hurts so much. Jeez. It's a lot better than uh, the Wolverine unmasked head. Oh, he is seducing me with those eyebrows. Dan, he wants you. You got a problem with that, bub? Put his his cowl. Yeah, I like that. Extra, yeah, Gene can extra stuff. It's with the animated series head. Yep, and then um, see regular wild hair <clears throat> Gene Gray. If you want the Cyclops that I hate Man. from Marvel Puzzle Quest, oh, I want that. Ed oh, that's so the Age of Apocalypse Cyclops. I love that Cyclops. <laughs> I I hate that. The... No man, it's great. Lost his eye to Logan in that You can timeline. like it, but hate it. Haddock looks pretty <laughs> There's cool. There's a lot of things I, I, I like because that's, I didn't realize cause that's it. cool, I but I also hate it. <laughs> like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they added him to the roster. That's like, cool. Uh, no, it, costume for the, the red one. Oh, okay. The three star. Because, oh. like, I like how the bone claws look, but I hate bone claws. Yeah, yeah see, it's that one. Oh, I didn't realize they had a costume for that one. Yep. Oh, Where do you no, get those from? They just show up randomly. Oh, like, this they don't make sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> he has his cowl pulled back, but it's on. Cowception. We put a cowl under your cowl. Uh, oh, man. Looks ex- wow. I thought this one looked really douchey, but this one is really douchey. I think it's because of the, the way the hair is. Yeah, it's it's extra. And you still have the Mafex one coming, right? Supposedly. Okay. I mean, I supposedly have a Luke Skywalker coming at some point, oh. but... The only bad thing about this thing is that, well, <clears throat> actually, maybe keeping it 
Maybe the cold has been helping. But these things are loose rings. Oh, really? I don't know why. What? Wait, I his boot cuffs are I don't know why. Loose? But they're, they're actually pretty stuck on. Okay. So when I got them out of the package, they were, like, flying around. <laughs> so, like, I'd, I'd, I'd pose him, and then it's just, like, with something. For, oh, shit. Like, it was just, like, down here on his ankles. <laughs> like, god damn it, Cyclops. He's going trip on his boot like, cuffs. These things are loose, too, but they're kind of okay because they kind of really will stay there. They're like thigh belts. I do wish the jacket came off. I mean, if you pull the arms off, you can take this part off, but the arm is jacket. It's a jacket sleeve, yeah. Oh, so. dude, it'd be like, you know, you rip the sleeves off a jacket, but inverse. What do you do with the sleeves after you rip <laughs> or them maybe off? Maybe I put the put the bare ninja arms on him. Oh. And he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just buff. Actually, like, oh, my God. <laughs> actually, the only other thing that I don't like is that he has the hand to hold this thing, but he doesn't really put it in the right place, right? It's almost there, but it doesn't really go exactly where... Oh, gracias. Yeah. It doesn't go exactly where... Uh, sure. Mama. It just doesn't go exactly where it should be. Especially if you put his regular visor head on. Did you order <coughs> uh, a blast effect for it, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually coming... More AMSR sounds. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, that's pretty close. But it's it's just not, oh, it's just not 100%. Dan wasn't here when I when I found this out. Check this out, Dan, on this Darth Vader. Oh, his helmet comes off? No, because it's the cave failure one. <clears throat> oh, so that's it's, actually kind of cool. Yeah, so it's, it's loose so space tiny. underneath it. Yeah. They're like tiny, tiny. I don't know, they have the Kenner logo on them, so I don't know if they're just supposed to be... Dude, they make some variations. Yeah, <laughs> Why I stick with one line and don't try to deviate. That's how they make money, though. If you yeah. go, you know, I want every Luke. Well, we have 1,800 different ones. But hey, this Vader's got a cloth cape and a cloth leg thing. <coughs> unlike some other Vader's. You have a double knee? Oh. No, man. My two Vader's have oh, cloth. Which Even one's the, the one that had the plastic one? No, the, pla- the they have... Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't have them. Okay. The 40th anniversary Black Series one is all cloth. The okay. Mafex one is cloth with a wired cape. Uh, the slats are like rubber, but they move around. But uh, what was I gonna say? It's probably. <laughs> so how about that Mandalorian, guys? Oh yeah, we're gonna talk okay. about Mandalorian right now. Hashtag so if you wanna, spoilers. if you wanna skip, uh, Kevin will maybe put a warning. Yeah, that takes work. Okay, just skip um, fifteen minutes ahead. Yeah, I figure fifteen. Yep, because we'll probably talk spoilers for other stuff too. We'll be, we'll be considerate. Okay, one thing that's not a spoiler, that whole thing about Star Wars is for kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mandalorian isn't, because that's like, that's like a Western going on right there. I mean, I would have loved to watch that as a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, although this is one that's very appropriate for adults as well. I mean, I saw the, I, I, I read the original <coughs> graphic novel Ninja Turtles as a kid. Yeah, that's violent as fuck. <laughs> oh, God. But then again, we were also fucked up. <laughs> I mean, we had, you know, parents trusted us to make the right decisions. No, I don't think tr- parents trusted us. Uh, 1980s? Parents, parents, parents were in a weird world. a little bit, the parents didn't care. Here's how the 80s were. It's half parents didn't care, and half parents cared too much. Hence, like, the whole Tipper Gore and all of that crap. As long as it was not Satanism, <laughs> parents in America didn't care. Or D&D, depending on yeah, who the parents were. <laughs> and ninjas. Oh yeah, that's Satan. It's all Satan! Yeah. It goes all the way to Satan. Ninja Satan. Um, yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah, it is totally a western. Just from the music, like the title card. To the... To the, the gritty the feel. Long, long, ponderous... Um, 
shots of those long ponderous shots of walking around. Mm-hmm. That second episode where you had like no dialogue for like the first yeah, ten minutes. Right? Awesome. That was like old school Star Wars because yeah. if you think about like <clears throat> like the like episode four when uh, C three PO and R two D two go on to Tatooine, there's like a whole part where there's like not much. No being said at all other also, than beeps when and boops yeah when they're driving into uh to most Eisley, there's no real dialogue going on there also and, early stuff on jedi because yeah. like you know the whole like tatooine part of jedi was quiet for the longest time and then also i mean honestly like yeah empire strikes back the whole middle part in, <clears throat> in dagobah like it's only luke really talking to himself well, and then there's that's I mean, always the great, great behind the scenes thing. Like when Mark Hamill talks, he's just like, "Yep, looked at the looked at the schedule, the sheet schedule for today. We're filming. Yep, Mark Hamill with puppets. Mark Hamill with puppets. <laughs> Mark Hamill with puppets." I mean, if you think about it, the fight in Empire, except for the very beginning portion of it between him and Vader, yeah. Once it starts really lot, getting serious, yeah, there's not a whole lot of dialogue. Once in he that. jumps out of the out of the carbon carbonite and Vader goes most impressive yeah there's That's not much it, yeah. there's not much being the, said until until the oh there's yeah. plenty Spoilers. being said through the action yeah. oh uh-huh. so physical dialogue oh Kevin <laughs> you're making this a different podcast. I'm like a film major now <laughs> And if you look at the sophistication of the color palette... Oh, yeah? Uh, see, the blue represents good. Oh. Red represents evil. Hence, Vader's lightsaber is... Did you catch it? Red. No, <gasps> you have to use the words, like, framing and <laughs> composition, and then you are a film critic. <laughs> I lo- I love and occasionally, way- disconnect. I love the way this scene is lit. It is. Yeah. If you look at the choreography, you can see a disconnect between audience expectations and the subversion of those expectations through the framing of the scene. I'll come clean. I've said those those kind of words before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we all have. Yeah, Mandalorian's really great. It is quite good. I mean, actually, I don't know what much more to really say about it, because, yeah, I mean... I, it's just really good. There's not much happening exactly. It's more about a feel... A feel. That's what's cool about the first two episodes. You know, a lot of people are criticizing, like, not much happens, and we don't know much about the Mandalorian, but, like, it's so different from the bombastic Star Wars that we normally get. Mm -hmm. Like, even in Rogue One, you know, the most, I guess, grounded of the Star Wars uh, live-action things, like, there's always bombast. Yeah. Yeah, this is... big music. This is small scale. I have a sense we might get there at some point with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But they're Star Wars, you can't... They're setting a mood, for sure, yeah. with the characters. And, I mean, the thing that we're really getting here is where they have actually taken the time to, instead of making a, a race of people just look cool with, you know, the Mandalorians and Boba Fett, mm-hmm. you're actually making them legitimately <clears throat> interesting and cool because you're telling us about them as a race in live action for the first time. Like, you're they giving, talked about it yeah. in, in, you know, the cartoons and stuff, but this is the also first time. KOTOR 2 had. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time you're getting that, like, on the big screen with, you know. Oh, you mean instead values. of saying they're just showing, you yeah. know, what people criticize Star Wars films for doing a lot, and then now they're criticizing for them not actually saying everything on screen, yeah. like exactly what is happening. Yeah. It's, you know. What I found sad is. You should read, if you want to read something really bad, the BBC review of uh, Mandalorian. It covers only the first episode, and it's pretty much talking about, where's all the explosions? Like, also, if you didn't know Star Wars, you wouldn't know what's going on. Well, 
yeah, if you if you didn't watch Star Wars, this isn't the, going to be your first Star Wars. Also, I don't know what, how you would be really that. I mean, it's a very simple story. Yeah, like I mean, he goes, it's a western. He goes and gets a bounty. He's a bounty hunter, and then he goes gets another bounty. Uh-huh. Now this bounty's complicated, uh-huh. right? Straight out of straight out of uh, Unforgiven or or uh, Man with No Name. Yeah, yeah it's a Quint, it's Bunch. a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's and a it's samurai like, movie too. Well, like, I mean, you know, it's, it's all western. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a cycle because yeah. the like the Kurosawa yeah. films were based on the old. the um, the old uh, Henry Ford. No, Henry Ford. No, Henry Ford's the guy. What's the um, Ford. Oh, was the the, the, the yeah, big film something maker. Ford. John, look it up. Looking, looking. Oh, Ford Western. Ford F one fifty Western. Ford Western sounds like a pickup truck. John Ford. John, John Ford. Ford. The old John Ford things. Kurosawa looked at those and was like, "Oh, I'm going to make samurai movies like with that." Yeah. And then, like in the '60s, those film directors, like uh, what is the the guys, who's the guy who made all the Clint Eastwood ones? Uh, uh, the Italian guy is it? In, is it not Mark? Mark Leone. No, oh, Sergio Leone. Yeah, Sergio Leone. Leone. Like, yeah. he looked at those Coruscant films and was like, oh, I can make Western films out of that. So that's, <laughs> it's a that's cycle. That's cycle. And that's, I mean, you know, that's that's actually what original Star Wars was. And then it was, it George was a, Lucas saw Kurosawa films <laughs> and said, I can make a space Western about yeah. those. Yeah, he went space with his instead yeah, of so Westerns. That's, that's where it is. And that's, that's why it's cool, yeah. also. But, like... It's a super simple story. It's like it's a dude who's a bounty hunter, so you already know what he's about collecting, collect, and that's what the whole first scene first, is about. Yeah, the whole first is about like him collecting shit yeah. and not really having too much remorse about it. And then so he's like, I gotta go get this thing. And the end of the first episode is is oh complication, yep. right? Like moral maybe, quandary, moral quandary. <clears throat> but the but what I like about the second episode a lot. Is that like so? If he just if if we skipped the second episode and he just went back and then had like feelings about turning in Baby Yoda and then was like I'm just gonna break him out that would that would feel a little empty because like well why why would he have a moral quandary other than it's a young kid right mm-hmm. this doesn't seem like a very remorseful kind of guy yeah. that much he's right? business he's business but Baby Yoda saved his life in episode two mm-hmm. so he's yeah. more than just a Baby Yoda. He's like he's also uh, he's also a guy who's saved. He's him. a partner. He's a partner, and he's also fucking adorable. Yes. So uh, mixed in with the oh, I feel sorry for turning in a little a, a kid, basically a fifty year old kid, <laughs> right? Obviously, it's a like a like an infant of that species, and he also saved my life. Now, when he does spoilers, breaks him out of breaks him out of the the, the fake imperial hands or whatever the, the, the post imperial yeah. warlord hands, the, the last remaining imperial sympathizers. Yeah, uh, when he breaks him out of those hands, you're like, oh, okay, that makes more more sense. Like, it's not just he's just doing it because the story demands him to do it. And shit, man, this ain't that this ain't that complicated. Yeah. This is not a fucking Tarantino film. Yeah, this is. It is very by the numbers. Yeah. It's more about the whole, like, the feel, the atmosphere. Like, it's just really cool to look at. And honestly, that's when Star Wars is the best. Yeah. Is when it's when it's really simple. There's, you know, there's, uh, like, there's this droid. Like, when there's a trade has... federation with a trade war. Oh. <sighs> they went in the wrong direction. That was trying to make it but, complex. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing about, like, the new, the new films when people, like, oh, like, I would need to know about Snoke, I need to know about the First Order. It's like, yeah, I mean, that would be nice to know about them, but, I mean, I don't really need to know 
why the First Order got started, other than there's bad people in the universe and my superheroes have to go save uh, save the universe. These guys are bad. These guys are good. Now, what makes it what makes the Star Wars film better than <clears throat> just the good versus bad stuff is when you have the little wrinkle in the middle, and it's a very simple wrinkle, like like uh, like Luke, a baby Yoda, like a baby Yoda, or Luke <laughs> going like, "Well, I don't know. Should I save my friends, or should I stay with the Force guys, or you know, like should I confront Vader? Well, I don't know if that's like what's the moral thing to do, right? Or but, but in the end, you know what he's gonna do. Or like, here, this ain't fucking a surprise. Or when the wrinkle. It's nice and small, but it, you know, saying like, spoilers, Luke is actually Darth Vader's son. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden it's, do I, I, I do I save my father? Do I just overthrow him? What I do mean, I yeah, do? and then like, yeah, the, the, the new trilogy, like, it's, you know, it's very, very simple. Kylo Ren, them are bad. And then we got the good guy, and we got to go stop us. They're blowing up planets. That's fucking as simple as black and white. But the cool wrinkle is like, well, Kylo Ren's also Han Solo and Princess Leia's son. Like, he also, like, was trained by Luke Skywalker for a little bit until he believed Luke Skywalker betrayed him and blah, blah, blah. And, like, and like Ray has some kind of connection to him, at least on, like, some kind of level. And she believes that he can be, like, this ain't fucking, this ain't rocket science. No. We ain't watching a French auteur film. <laughs> like, but yeah, The Mandalorian <clears throat> is really good because it does that simple stuff. And also, like, what's really cool is that it is a weekly thing. So it's, like, it's grow like, you think about, like, whenever we consume Star Wars for the most part, other than the, the, the animated stuff. Yep. When we consume live-action Star Wars, we just get it all. Yeah, we get the whole film in one go, it's and in done. two hours, you're you're okay. I got it, right? And then yeah, it continues, but you got like a whole like story arc. So this is cool because it's like, oh, where is it going? Mm-hmm. What's happening? What's what's he gonna do next? What are these characters gonna? Where are they gonna end up at the end of this? Yeah, and then, also, and, how can we add like more more cast people who you think would never be in Star Wars? Yeah. Dude, Carl Weathers. <laughs> oh man, he, underrated because everybody talked about Werner Herzog, which they should because he was really good. Because he's <laughs> fucking Werner Herzog. Mandalorian, your reputation. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking rad yeah. that they have this guy of all people in the most base mainstream Warner, of oh, all kinds of. Herzog you should read interviews with oh, him yeah, yeah. where he's talking about any scene with Baby Yoda if they tried having like yeah. uh, like oh, yeah. CGI. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. no, baby Yoda makes you cry. No, he is beautiful. He called them cowards. Yeah. You cowards. You are cowards. You are cowards. <laughs> Bring back the puppet. And that's fucking rad. Because yeah. oh, yeah. they are cowards. Yes. And cause we Bert- all fell in love with Yoda when he was a Muppet. Yeah. Right? When he was, episode, when, when episode two not, and three, because one, he was mostly a puppet in but, yeah, at the very originally, end. Originally, he was a puppet, but if you watch it now, oh, did they, they went and CG'd him. him. Yeah. yeah. He's cg No. It looks so much better as no. a CG character than as that horrifying Muppet. No. No, that Muppet in episode one was bad. I like Muppets. <clears throat> that episode one Muppet was not always, good. I will always say Okay, real quick, on the note of them changing things, okay. have you guys always. seen what happened with the, the Han shot first? On Disney yeah. Plus, yes. where now One Greedo last... shouts out like McClunky. Yeah. McClunky. Yeah. Why does he say McClunky? Uh, people are assuming George Lucas just can't leave. leave but it's it's a word in his Rodian sure. language, yeah. right? Okay. Like, I mean, but that's what it's supposed to be. Supposedly, I mean, he's not saying McClunky in English. Like, that's not he's not saying somebody's name. Actually, he's like, who was I? Suppose meet someone after Han who McClunky. But the. Uh, 
the cast is fucking oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, Carl Weathers is brilliant, especially he in this so third good. episode. Like, he is playing, like, a shifty guy that you normally don't see him play. I mean, I guess I mostly know him from the Rocky films, which he's, like, a brash dude. Or... Ultimately good. Or Predator. Predator, which he's a mostly good guy. Or Arrested Development, where he was a parody of himself. He kept taking Tobias's money to be his acting coach. Or Action Jackson, where he's <laughs> where he's just a, a superhero. But like, it's just fucking rad that like he's, dude. We were commenting like he looks like he lives in that world when oh, he was yeah. like greeting him, uh, Man- the Mandalorian when he came back from in the cantina. He's like, Mando. Well, looks like one of you actually did. Like, it just looked like he was like li- like he lived in that fucking cantina, mm-hmm. and it's oh, it's so good. I'm so happy. And then, like, Nick Nolte. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that's Nick Nolte until I I looked up afterwards. It's like, so who all is in this? No, because as soon as I heard him talking and I went, wait, Nick Nolte's in a fucking Star Wars show? Patton Oswalt, what did you do? You willed it into, into, into being. I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. And then, of course, Taika Waititi being the crazy droid. Yeah, I hope the droid comes back. That'd be nice. Well, he did kind of get shot in the head. I know, it's just he's on the... Oh, he's on, droid. Well, he's on the title card yeah. when you look up Disney+. Plus. And then Prince Oberon being the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yep. And still, I don't think we'll get to see his face. I, but, well, I mean, there's a shot from one of the trailers... Where like that you see somebody grabbing his helmet and taking off well, I, gently, I think, but I don't know if it's like if get I'm stopped at that point. If or... I'm thinking about how most people make these kind of kind of shows, final episode, like they keep talking about mm-hmm. it, and they even stressed it in three. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever taken your helmet off? And he says no. Maybe he's um, not telling the truth. Well, not, maybe not that, but also like that setting up that when he does take off the helmet, it's a significant thing. Yes. That's how you make that, that's the, how you make basic story, right? Like, or they when never he does do take it. Off his helmet in the last episode of season one, he'll be like, oh, wow, he took off his helmet. How crazy is it? They're oh, not supposed shit. to. They're not supposed oh, to. Oh, shit, it's real now. This is the way. Or they never show it, and it'll be like Wilson on Home Improvement. As soon as or he takes it off, there's a fence right in front of his face. He takes off the helmet, and he's Baby Yoda. <gasps> no, he takes, no, you know what's going to happen? He's going to be taking off his helmet, and then cut to black that's at the end of season one. <laughs> the prevailing uh, discourse around Maklunki is, uh, it means something along the lines of, I'll end you. Based on when Sabova used a phrase like that in episode one, oh, talking to Anakin. Oh, God, what don't... did I tell you about episode one? <laughs> we, we leave that shit out of this. Mokili Maklunki, which translated to, next time we race, boy, it will be the end of you. See, though, it's all an excuse to have it, why did Han shoot so quickly? This is, this is which, almost... No, this Han, is still Han's blank. a scoundrel! You know what, Disney came out real quick and went, we didn't do this edit, this is George before we bought LucasArts, so. I wonder if they have rights to, I mean... Change the I, stuff? I, well, no, the original, change, original? show the original stuff. I'm sure they bought the, the entire, yeah. But, but it might have been in the contract, like, you can't actually, like, show this. Yeah. Like, he could have put... Or Disney might not want to. Like, yeah. that's 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 a twofold thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, they would have to have access to it, like, like without violating some contract thing. Also... And also, and also like, they'd want it. They could possibly make more money just by saying, hey, we have the new version you have never seen before. I mean, what would be the what would be the ultimate Star Wars edition of the original trilogy? I feel like it would be the original special edition where they they re released it in theaters with Han shooting first, and I think that would probably be my the, my favorite 
Like with CG Jabba the Hutt scene? No. That scene didn't add anything. Yeah, didn't add anything. And yeah, Jabba okay, so looked weird. Off, so, so Han shooting first, no Jabba scene in that thing. Because he's just basically reiterating everything agreed on. Because the reason why they have the agreed on. See, the only thing I really liked about the special editions from the re-release in theaters was how they cleaned up the fact that the X-Wing um, cockpits, all of the metal parts were transparent. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what that's I'm the only about. real part that really I like the was new, good. I like the new Death Star explosion. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, you, you, it's it's more of the subtle stuff that they changed in special editions that are that's a good stuff. Like, I didn't care for the scenes like where it showed a bunch of <clears throat> X wings show up in front of a planet and they were all really bad CGI. Like didn't age. Oh, uh, you know what? I also don't like. I forget which if this was special edition where they go to Maul's Eisley and then that big CG thing like walks in front of the. Oh, like, we don't need around. a bunch of shit. Maz Eisley should feel somewhat deserted. It is a big city, okay. but a big city Disney on a small special, planet. Special edition. <laughs> no, this is where <laughs> this is the path. This is the way. <laughs> but yes, how about that? Uh, the ending of episode three of Mandalorian. Yeah, where you see fucking, you <laughs> you realize why the Mandalorians are really cool. Yes, why they are like why they are feared because when they when they all come they're together the best they're at what fucking, they do yeah, they're fucking terrifying just flying from the sky. There's a reason that a you know a Mandalorian should be able to at least maybe not defeat a Jedi one on one but can hold their own somewhat. Yeah, I mean I use wish a bag of tricks to get out of it yeah, if necessary. I mean, want to really not like litigate. Boba Fett getting sabered into a sarlacc pit pretty easily. Yeah. I, I will I will chalk that up to they didn't like really think about uh, the greater lore of at that not. point. At that you know what Mandalorian No at that point all it was was a cool di- cool guy in armor that they didn't really yeah. you know that everybody glommed onto afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because he looked really cool. Yeah. And then now they, they took the time to actually create a, a pathos and you know past for these Mandalorians that actually means something. Yeah. But then they have Django Fett then just like argue that he's, that's probably not a real Mandalorian. He well, just found a suit of Mandalorian yeah, you know, armor, I, I put it on I, and I was looking at Wikipedia and I couldn't I couldn't really say if they said one way or another <clears throat> if Django and Boba are, are Mandalorian. They do say that uh, at one point they do um, the Mandalore like I think disavows Boba Fett and like and like like uh, bans him or expels him like from Mandalore, so like he's he whatever he did, he did something to be to be on the outs. But I don't know if they're true Mandalorian. I'm just going to say Jango like, found a a dead Mandalorian who was in like an epic battle. He's like eighty dudes it took to kill him, and afterwards Jango's like, I'm going to put on his armor and paint it like baby blue and white. I have, I have spoken. Horatio Sands was in the show. Yeah, he was in yeah. the very beginning. He's the blue he's guy the blue guy. guy. Yeah. It's pretty good. There's, there's. There. Yeah. And then what is the comic that was the Uber driver? Oh, Brian Posehn. Yeah. Was the <laughs> I like that he? Uh, I saw his tweet when he's like, I got to live a lifelong dream and play a Star Wars character in Star Wars who gets eaten within five minutes of showing up. Uh, it's pretty great. It's, it's, yeah, it's a really good show. Um, I'm glad that they're already in production on the second season, so we won't have to wait forever for it. Hopefully, you know, maybe. Man, some of those Marvel shows that I'm looking forward to, you gotta wait forever. Yeah, they're, they're... Loki is like two years out. What's the first one? Is it is it the Hawkeye or is it the the Winter Soldier? I Falcon think it one? is. Or Hawkeye, I forget. It's funny. I'm not. The no, biggest... Hawkeye is like 
about a year or so out. I want to say Winter Soldier is like a half year. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of of uh, of this character, but the WandaVision movie, yeah. I hope, is really cool. It looks in a like a good subversive type of tone. That whole like 50 sitcom type of feel. Yeah. I'm but looking yeah, forward other, to Loki. And then the other Star Wars stuff is kind of cool. Like the what is it, Rogue One prequel they're making. And then uh, about the Cassian Andor guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I believe they're making that. And then uh, I forgot. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Disney Plus is really fucking good. For, six, yeah. for the price you're getting. I mean, I did the thing where you buy three years for a price of two. So it's 140 for three years of it. Yeah, I didn't jump on that one it's, when they had a chance, so... I'll, See, the only reason that made me jump on that is I thought all the Marvel movies and, like, all the Pixar movies, you know what? I'll be entertained for at least a little while jet off of that. And they pulled out all this extra shit. The other thing that I'll... I'll then, like, having all the Simpsons. So I think we're done with Mandalorian. Yeah, oh yeah. But the other thing I'll say about Disney+, Plus, and just in the overall general discourse, like... I, I get, like, when people, like, do the whole, like, joke about, like, oh, now we have, like, all of these things. Wasn't this supposed to replace cable and stuff like that? Like, like I get I get it. But, like, like like well, one, you don't have to subscribe to everything. So, like, be quiet. Like, it's okay. And you but, don't need a base package to get into these other packages. Yeah. But two, never in my life, in I've had cable ever since I was a kid, right? Never in my life that I was able to, on demand, just call... Almost the entirety of the Disney catalog, including Star Wars and the animated films and Pixar and stuff, like all of those, whenever I want. Like that's not that's not a thing that's ever happened. So that's it's not cable. Like it's just not cable. Like cable is never was never cable is never convenient. Cable, yeah, cable has never done this. Like so, it's not like it's it's better than cable. Like it's a hundred times better. Because you get to choose what you want to watch. Well, well, it's not even choose, because there is cable, you can choose stuff, right? There's on-demand. But the breadth of the library is like... It's all based on what they choose and what they can get a license for. Like, it's not... Like, Disney can just release everything yeah, they want to. But that's, and, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. just everything is there, like a like almost 100%. Yep. Song of the South, notwithstanding. Yeah. I will Nobody say... I wanted to actually watch that anyway. I will, I will say one thing, though. I mean, it's a fresh young service, which I give them, you know, leeway on this. They gotta fix some of their user interface stuff. So like, they, the search is kind of... We were trying to find DuckTales. The... We were trying to find the old DuckTales. If you search for Duck T, you might get, like, the old DuckTales. Then you put an A. You don't get the old one, but you get the new one. You add an I, you get both. You put an L, you don't get either. Like, their search is weird. It's uh, Yeah, but that's an evolving thing. I'm Also, here's the other one. There is some issues. It doesn't remember, like, what episode you are on on things. That's not true anymore. They did just recently update it. No, no. If you're playing something and it goes to the next episode, we were watching last night Gargoyles. Okay. The first episode of Gargoyles, or I should say first part, the first episode's a four-parter. The first part ended, it went to autoplay the next episode, and had previously on Gargoyles, and it was the last episode of it. Skip two and three, and it's like... Okay, we're going back to the menu so and selecting episode two. But it does, like, it does, they, when it first launched, it didn't even track, like, what episodes you yeah. watched. So they at But least, the autoplay, like... I don't have autoplay <laughs> set, actually, so, um, I, like I said, I, hadn't, I didn't see that one, but... 
because that was weird because we're just kind of watching while eating dinner and it's like my hands are messy because we're eating like wings or something and it's like fuck i need the remote i need napkins it's kind of ridiculous that we launched with that it was it was a very that's really dumb i get why apple like apple plus wouldn't have stuff because they only have like three shows oh i went there (laughs) But Disney has a lot of shit. No, it's dumb because we've had we've had uh, <laughs> yeah. services for years. Like, I mean, it's uh, like some of the things that the Epic Store didn't have, yeah, where it's like, like Epic Store thing. Right? Uh, Steam has been around for fifteen years. Just copy them. Yeah. Just copy. <laughs> hey, Disney Plus, just copy Netflix and Prime Video. Everything they did right, no. and skip don't, what they've done wrong. Yeah, exactly. Don't copy everything. No, from don't Netflix. copy Prime Prime Video or Prime. Yeah. No, actually, hate how that thing. I was going to say copy them for some of the added details. It's easier to look at like who stars in a show. That is cool. That stuff is nice. That stuff was more standard. Of course, it's because Amazon owns IMDb. Yeah, but I like having that feature because sometimes it's like I want to know who's in this episode, and Prime gives you that. Only copy that though. No, but at least Disney allows you. Disney Plus allows you to disable auto weird trailers that play in the background when you're just trying to scroll through some content. Oh, Netflix. Netflix is like, nah, we're gonna start playing this trailer one second in. No, I don't. I just want to see what the show's about. I don't need. I to- should add when I say autoplay before I meant autoplay the next episode. Yeah, nothing should ever autoplay on the main menu because hey, Netflix. Sometimes. I well, just want to look for something bam, bam, without bam, bam, music bam, bam. blaring. Because they always start with some weird musical stinger in the beginning of them. Sometimes when I click on a Netflix thing, like I don't know if I'm going to be able to look at the details or is it just going to play the episode. Like Sometimes I just want to read yeah. quick synopsis, who's in this, yeah. and then that's it. Or what the premise is, just based on the title. You're like, yeah. oh, maybe I want to find out what this is about. Or sometimes you hover over something on like Roku and it will show like... The autoplay trailer, but there's a like a descriptor. Mm-hmm. Other ones, it just goes autoplay trailer full screen. And it's like, where's where's my descriptor? Yeah. What am I looking at? I don't want to wait for a minute into the trailer to have a clue finally of what this everyday normal person. The third series is the Obi Wan series. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and that's I am, the one. yeah, with Ewan McGregor. Which is gonna be kind of crazy because he's aged up a little bit, so he's gonna. That's I just I'm very excited for that. Did they actually say what the premise of that is? Just uh, him hanging out in a cave, <laughs> <laughs> talking to Jawas, that nasty motherfucker. Occasionally watching, <laughs> watching like Jawas walk along, going like, "Yeah, you get away from my cave." That <laughs> egg, where they're like, just well, I'm not even talking about that. Just like fucking stripping his car. You parked it in the wrong neighborhood, Mandalorian. <laughs> like, oh, I would have parked there. He should have had a car alarm or yeah, something. Nick Nolte should have told him I would have parked there. I have spoke. I have spoke. I have spoke. <laughs> you could have parked at my my little ranch. I have spoken. It'll take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith and eleven years before A New Hope. So that's that looks like about the only thing that we have premise premise wise on it. Just we know when it's set. I'm just going to say, Baby Yoda was alive during that time. <laughs> Maybe oh, some God. more Baby Yoda when he's like, tw- what would he be like? Twenty five played uh, Uncle Owen in the prequels. Oh, yeah. Yep. So apparently they're like, we'll likely see him repress his role. <laughs> oh man! Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very requested. I'm okay with 
could see Jabba the Hutt would be a good, a cool thing to see in there. Maybe you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. Whatever. Yeah. Like at, at, for the most part, like unless he's gonna be like talking to a nineteen fifties cafe owner guy. <sighs> For the most part, I'll like whatever they do for Obi Wan, right? But I would, I would like, I would like him to do things that we haven't seen, which is why the Mandalorian is cool. We, I mean, none of these things are things we've ever really seen. I am good with things that are not tied into everything else because we already have. There's a lot of cool stories that it's kind of like Kotor. You know, we saw a story completely unrelated to the Skywalkers and all of that. It's like this is some cool shit. This galaxy has shit going down. Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> that is canon. Yes. Speaking of games... The- Everything is now canon, except for the things that were canon before the canon became canon. Those are B-canon. Legendary. <laughs> Legendary. Legends uh, timeline. Uh, Legacy, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, is that a canon B, or is that like canon ES, or a canon XL? Look, it's sad that we we drop some of the cooler storylines from like those Kotor. things, but at the same time, some like, of it was bad. It's just it's at the same time, I totally understand the decision. This is really convoluted, so the best thing is to just rip off the band aid and just say like, "Hey, we respect that. Like, we're just starting it." Yeah, legends. Okay, you know what? The Ewok Christmas is no longer canon, dude. I, if somebody if. If we don't get a Mandalorian that is the holiday special Boba Fett, like I like that would be a very big um, uh, missed opportunity because that 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 holiday special Boba Fett looks really cool because he's it was ba- uh, Ralph Bakshi animated if I remember correctly yeah right? and the colors yeah. and like the design is really well, cool the gun that's in that is what the freaking Mandalorian in the the series is using yeah so if we don't get that or the or the um, the, I think one of the first production designs of the live action of Boba Fett was he, he's like all white, like before they added like just the, make the make stuff off of Ralph McQuarrie's like original concept artwork. Just, where Luke I Skywalker's mean, a girl, and I mean, I would I would be okay if like you know holiday special Boba Fett like was just in the background, like you know when all those Mandalorians are hanging around, mm-hmm. like if those just one guy who was just like whoa, you <laughs> did, what's up with your colors? You <laughs> did hear though that John Favreau is talking about doing a holiday special. Yeah, they uh, mentioned Life Day in the first episode. Yep. Hey, it's an important holiday. Yeah, Wookiees gotta love each other. Don't tell me you're some like I don't know atheist who doesn't believe in Life Day. Look, that's their religion. I'm not a Wookiee. Yeah, I ain't a Wookiee. I'm a reformed Wookiee. I'm also not a Wookiee in Jedi Fallen Order, because those Wookiees are bad looking. So, they're bad looking. No, no, so here, I <laughs> like that joke Here's that was on Giant Beast Cast. They're talking about they're made out of Triple H's hair from yeah. the new wrestling game. Here's the weird thing about where my headcanon went when I saw them, is I first went, yeah, they look bad, uh, but then I also thought, if the Wookiees have been in prison this whole time and, like, not allowed really to clean themselves or shower... No hair care accessories. would hair mat up, like, like really ugly dreads and... That wasn't the problem. It, it, like, the, the actual texture is, is, is like, like a different res from the rest just, of it. Like, yeah, if they looked matted and, like, fucked up, like, that would be one thing, but... 
they just look. I mean, compared because the rest yes. of the game, like since we're talking about it now, the rest of the game looks fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Everything looks like tremendous. And then you look at the Wookiee, and you're just like, "Whoa, did you come from a different game?" Is that a late PlayStation Two or early PS Three Wookiee? No, that's it's fine. not. A, it's not the Tesla truck. It's... I kind of wish. I kind of. Oh, wish, that's PS One. I kind of wish. Uh, I mean, are you playing? No. Jedi? Okay. It's... I kind of wish that there was more stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. I wish that they were in. You spend a whole lot of time in Kashyyyk fighting fucking. How do you say the spiders' names? I don't. <laughs> the spiders. The spiders on Kashyyyk. The spiders from Mars. I don't. Know. I mean, because that's that's been yeah. canon for a bit. The, those spiders, yeah. I believe. But they have like it's like a W and then like five Y's. <laughs> like, Why? Why shock? Yeah. yeah. It's like fucking Why? What? what is this language? Why are you guys? And then they miraculously can sneak up on you at any time. Yeah, you walk into a room and you're like, "There's nothing here." Oh, well, there's that that giant spider that appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, so me and John bought and played and beaten uh, Jedi Fallen Order in less than a week. Yeah. Granted, I also did play it almost all Sunday. Yeah, it was a lot of Star Wars. Um, the only break we took was to watch Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, to watch more Star Wars. Uh, I was like, I need a break from playing Star Wars, but I still kind of want to be in that, that mindset. Gonna put on Rogue One. So it was a good... I mean, I ended up with like 23 hours played. I, yeah, it was like 20, 24. Yeah, so, I mean... It's a $60 game. I think that's good. It's quite good. Oh, I mean, putting a length to a price is... Yeah, yeah. It's it's total... Yeah, it's nonsense. But at the same time, it's also, like, you know, it's also... Like, I mean, it's like Final Fantasy X when it came out was, like, produ- 60 bucks. Aside everything. from the Wookiees, the production value in this thing is top-notch. Yeah. I mean, so, like, I don't think we can say anything about the technical issues everybody else has been having. Because no. I, like, outside of a little bit of regular video Jank. game jank, where it's just like, why did that guy fly, like, across the room? Mm-hmm. Or, of course, at the same time, I'm betting you're both playing on PCs. Yes. Yeah, and I heard that's the best. Like, PS4, yeah. I heard the load times mm-hmm. when you die, it's like, you could go make a sandwich while it's reloaded. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's heard somebody, you know, was it Mahardy who said Bloodborne, uh, before, or no, somebody said pre-patch Bloodborne load time, you know, load times for that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate, you know, that these consoles are getting so long in the tooth so quickly, but... I'm just glad that our PCs, even though our PCs are not too much newer than the consoles, they're only a couple years difference in it, but they're still handling this game with... No, those consoles... They're, they're old for consoles. Six years. six years now. So my PC is about four years old, coming up on. Consoles, though, are kind of old, because six cause... years for a console, like, normally we'd be looking at new ones coming out a week from now. Well, yeah. Stormtrooper is drunk. Sorry. Well, I think it's also the the games have just yeah. also rapidly got so so much more fidelity. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and the, you know the video cards now are definitely starting to push the you know push the graphics in a much higher direction. So you yeah, know. so yeah, Fallen Order is, is uh, really cool, and then the combat's combat's really weighty. Like mm-hmm. it's a good compromise between the Dark Souls. Kind of measured, end. sit there and wait. For yeah, an I mean, I and... think the only thing it really, the combat itself really takes from Dark Souls is that, like, you know, this is just not a mash fest. Like, you should be like a little bit more, more kind of like worried about, like, okay, if I attack, then I'm going to leave myself if open. You, if you were anywhere, but but for the most part, you can also still mash. Yeah, if you were if you were competent in God of War the, the, from Sony, then you'll be able to play this without any problems. So, like, it's 
there's, you know, like when you get into that flow of it, it's really satisfying. Like when you start parrying a guy over and over again, or you parry like three enemies <clears throat> who are attacking you, and you kill them all, or you get a really good lightsaber swipe that kills multiple enemies, it's really satisfying. I or, think what sounds satisfying is how the difficulty levels work. Oh, yeah. Of the fact that yeah, the cool. main difference is it is, is not how much damage you're doing, it's how much you take, as well as how big of a window for parrying, yeah. which... I like that because there are some games where parrying versus dodging, like the one I think of is Breath of the Wild. I suck at parrying and like parrying on that game, if you hit it right, all of a sudden you get like that rapid the, flourish. Yeah, the flush, the flurry, yeah. And I would have loved for something that could slightly give me not even a huge window, just a tiny smidge bigger because my reflexes I'm an old man. My reflexes are old man reflexes. Yeah, and then there's also there's like one fight where it um, dodging is is probably not going to um, help you as much. And it's not so much that you can't dodge stuff. It's just more that like the enemy, like how he attacks, is like you can't really dodge. But for the most part, like it's not really so much about parrying. It's about like holding that block because you're able to just block everything and then like you know, waiting for the opening, waiting for the opening. So it's like yeah, it's like the parrying is really cool. But it's not so. The the only thing, the the one thing that's really cool with the parrying is parrying blasters. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's fucking rad. Yeah. Especially when you the first time they tell you to do it, and then you get that timing right, and you see it, you know, it careens right back at the guy, and he just dies, and you're just like, that's how it should be. Oh, the best is when you're not even looking. Oh yeah. Because you're fighting a thing, and then there's they usually that's how usually the fights are structured. Here's some melee guys, and then there's range guys over there, uh-huh. and you hear a pew. Yeah. So if you just get lucky or time it right, and you just go pank, and then that guy like dies or the best thing when you um when you parry like three of them at the same time and you kill like three stormtroopers it's just like wow i'm really cool aren't i and now i got eaten by a spider it's funny, it's funny though <laughs> that's, that, that's, like, what, that's what that game is I, I know it was like sort of a clickbaity headline but the 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 headline was is that the the difficulty names should be flipped yeah because and i was that like makes that makes a whole lot yeah. of sense doesn't it well yeah. it's like games from the very beginning it's like they also talked about in um wolfenstein baby difficulty it's like if you're a baby it should be a lot harder yeah. than if you're yeah. like fucking war veteran like, like padawan should have been like the oh i'm not really a jedi i don't I'm got just, the skills yeah but like i read that and i'm like that really does make sense yeah. doesn't it like and you would have made people feel so good about themselves. Um, I never bumped it down to story mode, but I was playing for the most part. Like, Kevin, I don't have the best luck with parrying. Um, so I, I tried. I started out on Jedi Master, and then I bumped it down to Jedi Knight at one point. Because I was, you know, I got a little too frustrated with a couple fights. And I'm like, alright, I don't want to get angry at this game constantly. I just want to play through it and enjoy it. So, And the fact that they let you change that at any time while you're playing is fantastic. Well, that's yeah, one of... games are doing that now. That's yeah, one of the best innovations yeah. of, like, the... I'd say the last console generation for most part, like, this current one is when we finally had most games going, all right, you can set it now when you start the game, or just hit options at any yeah, time. Yeah. You I know think, the... Wor- the only thing in Outer Worlds, you can't go from... The hardest core. To, yeah. Well, you can go down, but you can't go Yeah, you can never go back, yeah. Which makes sense because there's, uh, you know, NP death and yep. all this extra stuff. Yeah. Okay, sure. See, what I hated was, like, Darksiders. The first one, that game was a lot of fun. There's a point where I reached where I was like, I'm on too high of a difficulty level. I'm 15 hours in. 
I cannot change it unless I want to restart at a lower one and play through those 15. Fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I stayed on Jedi Master, though. Dan's um, the pro gamer. Pro gamer is logged on. I, if you saw some of my desks, it was and not I, pro gamer. What would usually happen <laughs> would be like, oh, okay, I gotta get back to park because I had to die. I'm fine. All right. Oh, fucking bullshit. Oh, gee, why is this so hard right now? There's just like one dude. And uh-huh. then it's just like you fucking your own one head. scout trooper. Yeah. He's uh-huh. just like bashing my head in. I'm just like, I don't understand why this is so hard right now. And then I get to the boss and I'm just like, wang, 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 wang. Oh, this is so easy. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, I walk out of there and then there's like a fucking ram. And then I'm just like, okay, I got you, ram. Nope. Only only takes about three nope. hits to kill nope. the ram. And the nope. ram's just like, Man. fuck you. You're Man. taking a couple stim packs before Man. you kill me, <laughs> motherfucker. And I'm just like... I'm already down to like one stim pack. Uh-huh. Like I just reset the the uh-huh. area. I just respawned everybody and yeah, no, no. Fuck. <laughs> then you get more pissed off, and then you die to more things. Yeah. yeah. I I was watching some um, games done quick or not games. I think it's games done quick related where they have these random game races. So it's two people, two speedrunners, playing games they don't even know what they're going to be. They've never played before. Typically, they're free games. One of them was called Level Down. And you're just going through, like, it's kind of a Meat Boy style, very hard platformer or a splatformer. Except every time... Every time you die, you go the previous level, and you start getting so pissed off that all of a sudden you go back like six levels because you just get sloppy and angry. Sounds great. It's like a real fun, happy type of game. Um, but yes, uh, if I would, it's it is a it is an exceptional experience. Yeah, I mean it's the best Star Wars game in ten years. Like, <laughs> like I know that's a low blow. Hands I mean, low down. blow, low low bar, low hanging fruit. But yeah. like, this is the best Star Wars. Game. Oh no, Battlefront Two had those really good loot crates where you needed them to even do good. I mean, that sounded like I've a good heard game. The storyline of that campaign is interesting, but it's the gameplay itself is what the Inferno did. Squad. Yeah, I, I heard it was good. Like, the, like there are a lot of pe- Star Wars fans, <laughs> like people who aren't yeah. you know your standard like they ruined Star Wars with Last Jedi, who were. Like, no, this is actually a very interesting, you know, story being told that ties into that stuff, even, the new the new trilogy stuff. So, you know, I just I just never have gotten around to wanting to play that game, even though I have access to it, so. Nah, it's never done yeah. that game. Maybe just watch the clips on YouTube and get But the... yeah, there's also a lot of cool uh, lore on this. Uh-huh. I think that they, I mean, you know, the, the, the story premise is that you're one of the last Jedis after Org 66, um... And they, they they do a lot of stuff with um, just even small story bits that you'd find, like you know little little uh, the equivalent of uh, getting a, a voice recording. Yeah, environmental storytelling, like they you know, yeah, um, you know where they put that stuff in a better context than the prequels ever did. Because the prequels was like, oh, it just happens, and then here it goes. Now it's the end of the movie. Where like this one, like like Cal Kestis was a little kid when that happened. He was a Padawan, so it was. Really tra- traumatic. Yeah. Like when you find like you find a, cl- a crash cl- clone trooper ship, and it's not really part of the story. It's just it's just there, right? In in and then you like force sense stuff and understand the echoes of yeah, whatever happened. That is one of the Cal Kestis' special powers for yeah, the yeah. Jedi is that he can sense the the echoes of the force. Yeah. But like but like but like it puts it in cool context where he's actually tra- traumatized by it, which he would be. But like 
you know, you never get any of that from prequels. It's just a thing that happened, and then and then it's like, a bunch of weird, shitty montages where Jedi's are just getting shot by laser blasts. Yeah, so in it's the movies. It's, it's cool to have yeah. like, hey, this this is you know like a proper gravitas. Yeah, like the way that they the composition, the way that they show they that whole <laughs> sequence is done in this game is better than like anything that you would have seen in the movies. Yeah, like, it's 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 legitimately troubling when yeah. you see the clone troopers, like because they look, you know, the clone troopers. I mean, you know. <laughs> Outside of looking cool, yeah. like you know, you, if, if you watch some of the animated stuff, it's like, oh, they're kind of cool and stuff, like whatever. Yeah, which like, do you have Captain Rex? Is that the one you got? I have Captain Rex, yeah, and Commander he's... Fox, and yeah. then C- Commander Greed. Rex is one of the cooler characters from the clone. Yeah, Wars so it's like kind of so. cool, but when you see them, you know, after when you finally see like a clone trooper, like in a flashback, mm-hmm. um, after. After, like, hearing about Cal Kestis, like, being, like, really scared, traumatic, tra- traumatized by it. Like, it's actually a little disconcerting to yeah. see the stormtroopers like, hey, what's up, Cal? Yeah, the stormtroopers, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's living on that ship because they were basically in a, like, you know, they were like a, a military troop that was traveling together. And, you yeah, know, when the Order 66. When that happened. So, like, to see somebody you had grown to, you know... A little kid like looking up to these soldiers and being like, "Yeah, we're all allies together in this fight," and then having them just on a dime. Yeah, it's like it's. I mean, you know, Respawn doesn't tell super complicated stories, no. but they but they do a really good job. Respawn can make you feel for a, a robot named BT, and they make you feel for prequel characters in the end. You know, well, and then also, yeah, the Titanfall robot—I forgot what it's called. BT. They're very. Oh, is it BT? BT was the oh, robot's yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah, and then BD One. BD One, your little robot good. buddy. Yeah, BD1 is a really good Star Wars character. Uh Although, true test of Respawn making characters really good would be if Jar Jar showed up and you go, man, Jar Jar was underrated. No, they know, they know not what to touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to touch. Yeah. They know, they know to not fly too close Iconography, to like, you know, hey, clone troopers will use that kind of stuff, like, but not, char- not main characters that you would think of in, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the 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 actress who played uh, Siri, uh, who's um, Deborah Wilson. Yeah, she was also in uh, she was in the Wolfenstein game. So that's like I really think she's doing really good work in like. Yeah, the performances are pretty good. Yeah, they like, are. I you know I was like I was not really sold on Cal Kestis himself like from the trailers and stuff. Like that guy just looks like it's just like an ordinary dude and like man we could have had a twillick in there or some kind of some kind of thing but like he totally won me over i like i like his character yep. he's he's he seems pretty earnest yeah. and like yeah. you know like young yeah i mean the 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 they made a there's a late game appearance or a late game character who shows up that i was very disappointed didn't get more screen time that's how good the characterization in this is is yeah. that like even somebody who has limited time on the on the screen during the story made me want more of them because the the performances were so well done. Yeah, so, and the captain is good. Yeah. Oh, Grizz? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, great. I think the Beast cast called him like he's just from Hoboken. Yeah, Hoboken. <laughs> he's just a Jersey guy. Yeah. Like, he totally is. He's oh, yeah. Like a, yeah. He's like a... It's like a fucking jersey. Guy. I love. He's just. He's got this goofy grin on his face, and like the the way his hair beard looks. Yeah, just, yeah you're he's like, like a really good Greedo. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, Greedo. He's like Watto, but more. Relatable. Or no, Watto. That's yeah. what I meant, not Greedo. Yeah. He's like a really good Watto. He's like Watto. You don't want to punch in the yes. face. Yeah, and he doesn't without have the racial in. stereotyping, and he, and he doesn't have a hole in his pants. That's true. His poop. Yeah. His tail. He doesn't have a weird penis nose. That too. <laughs> that too. 
<laughs> well, like his race, the Grease is mm. race. That's a that's that's been I around. Like the Latarians. Yeah, they've got the four arms. God, was I think was the guy in Solo? The guy in Solo had think, four arms, but I don't know. If I he was don't the think same he's race. a Latarian. No. Yeah, um, I mean, he looks definitely different. But yeah, I think Latarian. Anyway, that game's really cool, and the ending is fucking phenomenal. There's a really cool. Um, I won't spoil spoils, but uh, if you look at YouTube for Jedi Fallen Order, you will get spoiled pretty quickly. Yeah. Because people have been putting th- the spoilers in thumbnail. <coughs> A-holes. But that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's easily one of the best games I've played this year. Like, And the best Star Wars game since <coughs> KOTOR 2. Yeah. But do we find out with KOTOR 2 come out after yes. Jedi Knight? Yes. Yeah. Was- so yeah, so it would be the best one too. Yep. One year after KOTOR, or Jedi so. Because um, we were trying to figure out if the best since Jedi Knight 2 or KOTOR 2. Yeah, KOTOR 2 is good, but this is definitely up there in my personal ranking of Star Wars games. KOTOR um, 2 is especially good if you play it on Steam and use the workshop to yeah, I gotta bring in the deleted day. content. I bought KOTOR 2 to do that, but never have done that. I did it. Oh, it no. was really good. This is a new, yeah, this is a new race for this. This is the oh, first time they've shown up. I just always so. thought that they were, never yeah. mind. No, it's, it's okay. I just, I'm looking on Wikipedia and that's, they're saying Wikipedia. it's first appearance, so. Um, but that's cool, you know, like giving us a new race of weird, crazy, bearded aliens with, uh, you know, from, from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey, New York, Brooklyn accent. Um, hey! <laughs> Annie! No, uh, it's not that bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> Annie! <laughs> it's not, it's not as bad as, oh, the Jedi are here. <laughs> I think they went up the ventilation shaft. Hey George, um, just want to ask: when you when you're making this movie, did you really plan on everything being racist as shit? What? Well, you see, if you look at the old movies from long ago, like the old Disney movies, they, they were all racist. very racist, and I took my inspiration from them. No, oh. then Disney went, no, we're the only ones who can do that. We're gonna buy your company. What else? Uh... Ah, uh, God, did I play anything else this week? Or since we last podcasted? Uh, I think we both finished Outer Worlds. That's I true. did, too. We finished oh, did yeah. you guys have a little issue at the very end? Are you talking about a card crash of the game? Yeah, oh. that... I, I, yeah, so where is this? I didn't I didn't run into so, cause you, We talked about this, and because your ending was like mostly different than what I went yeah. through, you didn't come across the... Oh, where, where, where is, so in Tartarus, yes. when you come across... For me, I didn't know who it was. Is a guy in front of a video camera because oh, okay. you walk into the room, and when you're going to be told who he really is because he talks to you, the game crashes. You lock the, you unlock a door, you walk into the room, and as soon as you cross the threshold of the room, heart crash. Where where is this? on Tartarus, the last I know prison, so, right before you take the final elevator yeah. to talk to the the woman who wanted you to bug Phineas. Oh, okay, yeah. So, pretty much when you're going to talk to the chairman. Yeah. And so, you unlock the door, you walk through the the threshold, boom, black screen. Yeah. I was like, you know what? My computer sometimes misbehaves. I'm just going to reboot my computer, reboot my computer, load up game, walk through, you know, load up everything, walk through that threshold, bam. Uh, at which point, I was like, okay, maybe something's weird. Like, I know something's weird. I'm going to try shooting one of those robots, which triggered a whole fight. I ended up killing the guy and going, oh, that's the chairman. Oh. And so pretty much it's, Dan, remember my copy of Civ 2? 
Remember the Sioux? You don't talk to the Sioux. How, the Sioux would try and talk to you, and you say no. Hey, how are we doing? We'd like to... In- Fuck off, Sioe. Hey, can we just stop this war? No, I can't. No. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I wish we could. I have to wipe you You're out gonna now. Have to die. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Stop talking. So, if I'm just going talking, to say... you're not a person. Chairman Rockwell, I believe, is descended from the Sioux. Because I would try and talk with him. Blam. So how did you end up getting around this situation? I shot the robot and ended oh. up being a firefight. So, so no dialogue. So there is there is a dialogue sequence. Um, the way you get to it is to, to, the, the fix for this. I heard there are two different well, they, fixes. They, I believe they patched it at this point, or they should have. I don't um, think they have. I don't no, think they still, they've done it yet. Okay. They're still working on it. Okay. Well, the way around it is you've got to jump over. You've got to basically do a little bunny hopping over some boxes. And then you go through the exit. The back door. Yeah, the exit door, which is what I found online. They're like, oh, here's how you can get it to, to trigger. And then I got in there, and then it triggered the dialogue sequence, and then I was able to proceed. Although, depending on things, even though you could proceed, it might not update the the waypoint on your map for where you have to go to continue. I think that might have happened to me, but I also so, still... So, on bright side, it's linear, yeah. so it's like you just keep going yep. forward. Yep. The other option that I heard some people did... If you dismiss your partners, yes. you could go through. But I loved having, like, Parvati oh, yeah. was with me all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not ditching Parvati. Yeah. And the good reverend, I had Max with me almost all the time. Yeah, yeah. I liked Max. But no, he was great. Like, he was, him and Parvati were a, a good chunk of my crew for the most part. So I had, like, the ultra good ending for the most part. Everyone had their, like, personal quest. Yeah. We fulfilled, you know, all the companion yeah. quests in the best way possible. We talked our way out of a lot of problems. We tried to help people. We tried to find the most amicable solution for when there were two sides at conflict. Like, for example, on um, uh, Monarch, Monarch. Yeah, this is... I had both sides come together. I... We had to kill the, the philosopher guy. Hmm. But his, uh, the doctor... Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any way around that. Okay. Like, well, yeah. So the doctor, she teamed up with yeah. the the guy who's just very fucked up about corporations and everything was good there like everything was positive the final confrontation in the game after the black screen of doom i talked i dialogued my way out of the final conflict everything was peaceful except that one moment in in character role playing where i opened a door and just said and killed everyone in a room and then i went by the way, we're just going dialogue everything else. This one room, though, I've got aggression. So, I'm killing uh, everyone. So, yeah, I, I had mostly successes, but it's funny because I told because Dan told me about being able to, to uh, come to an amicable solution on Monarch, which after the, the situation on, uh, what is it, Edgewater, I was like, there's no way they're going to let you not pick a side and wipe out the other side in this case because that was the expectation they had kind of set. Um, so after I picked up the, the, the module from the ship, I fucked off Monarch and never went back. <laughs> yeah. John just like... I took my ball both, and I left. They're both like, we need that module. John's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> you guys don't need this module. Yeah. You can solve it yourselves. 
yeah, we we had like a good peaceful the iconoclast and the corporation that, came together. You know, that's the ending I I was I would have loved to have had, but because of that first planet, I was too gun shy, and I'm like, I don't want to pick a side here. You guys can try and work it out together. Um, and it turns out they didn't because they all died. Yeah. So in John's <laughs> ending, everybody dies on Monarch. Monarch gets real oh. bad. Like, yeah, it gets really sad oh, on Monarch. Fuck. So yeah, I was I was like, fuck, man. I guess no choice is the worst choice here. Um, but yeah, that was it's it is a it is a very good one of these games. It is the warm blanket, as Austin Walker put it. Of a you know this type of of title. Yeah, my ending really quick is that lady who wants me to do the Phineas to bug Phineas. Um, she actually called me and said, "Hey, oh, yeah. come and come and visit." I had that too. Yeah. Well, his. So I went over to her. I didn't. And I was just like, "Sure, fine. What? I'll just hear what you have to say." And she's just like, "Hey, like blah blah blah." She didn't expect that. Like we we jammed the thing. She was just like, "Hey, so when we do actually get through, like, I need you to come through and kill Phineas." And I was like, "I don't really know you, so fuck off." And then she was just like, "No, seriously, like you have to you have to pick our side." And I was like. No, <laughs> uh, not really. The doctor's been good to me. He's weird, but whatever. Like he's, we're gonna save the whole, uh, the the whole ship. The he whole, brought me life, right? And then she's just like, "Well, then you're not leaving this room." And I'm just like, "Are you kidding me?" I got guns. I got drugs. I got guns. <laughs> I got guns. These companions are gonna do 55 abilities in yeah. a row. So she just went down like a like a brick. I shot my way out of that thing, and then I and then and then I went to go do the final prison thing, and then so you fight the big robot. Like, I don't know if you can skip that. There, so, there's a terminal ne- right ne- outside of the room of the big robot that oh, I didn't yeah. have enough skill to do. Yeah, I didn't have and enough. I have a feeling that that's the one that's like, oh, this is the thing to skip that fight. I, I didn't fight any big robot. Oh, you didn't fight a big robot? I I was a hacker. Yeah, so oh, he okay. got through that. I was a charismatic yeah. hacker. My, my combat abilities were kind of garbage. I think I was like maybe five points away from it and even taking like... Yeah, I was, I was... It's also easy. why I had Max with me at yeah. all times. He boosts your hack. Yeah, and... I was pretty close, but I was like, ah, I don't care. Yeah. So like, so you fight that robot. It's it's a it's probably the toughest fight in that game. It's, yeah. Just because there's a lot of ads. And then and then I went to the other to the next room where uh, Phineas is. And then you guys got a dialogue, right, with, with the, that guy? No, the, it was the lady. Oh, it was the lady in there for so me. And that, she just started yeah. shooting me. Oh, so, I talked her down, and yeah. she's like, so she actually left because you then disabled the robot i'm guessing in the ending so like i talked her out of it like it's a lot of like 100 mm-hmm. dialogue checks mm-hmm. and then in the very ending it said like you know you end up like restoring the colonies things are looking pretty good we're not sure where it's coming from but phineas keeps getting mysterious supply drops um at the same time we should mention we don't know what happened to this woman but some people say she turned her act around so it's so, implied if you talk her out of everything, she secretly supplies the colonies with goods. Oh, yeah. I opened that door, and that's where the chairman was in my game, and I blew him away. Yeah, because he, he just right? started shooting, yeah. and I was like, this is the shortest fight in history. Yeah. Because, like, Felix just went, <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even get to, like, do anything. I was just like, what is See, going I on? I walked in, Felix I hit time like, dilation. <laughs> <laughs> I hit time dilation and went... Headshot, 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 you're dead. Yeah, so that's our, that's our, but no, so the, the you're talking stories. about the, um, 
So, it, since I was completely different from you two, that chairman, if you have that dialogue with him and you talk to him, he actually becomes like a uh, like a mouthpiece for you and is the person who's, like, getting everybody to work together and, like, bring about change. So, since he's so well-known, it actually is very effective. Um, that that just, I just thought that those little tidbits are kind of interesting between our three playthroughs that we had very distinct ending states with all of those characters speaking of distinct endings have you guys heard about the stupid ending yes if your intelligence is super low that part where you fly the hope to the rings of terra 2 um so you you know uh eva is like um i'm going to calculate a course and you could go i'm going to do this and if you're super smart i did this in the game i was like no i'm going to do this because i'm all about the brains Instead, if you're dumb, you go, I could do this. And she goes, I'm not so sure. Um, it, it could be very catastrophic. And your response is saying, like, I know numbers and stuff. And she goes, okay. I, I cannot turn down an order from the captain. I suppose you know numbers and stuff. And then shows the ship take off. And then shows a sun. Boom. An achievement for that. And then it's end credits. Yeah. It's the speedrunner ending because yeah. it counts yeah. as an ending yeah. and cuts out all of Tartarus. Yeah. I know numbers and stuff. That's pretty Boom. Good. Yeah, it was it was pretty great to to hear about that, isn't it? Um There's and- a really cool video that I watched half of right before I left to come over here and ran out of time. It's about fifteen minutes long. IGN is doing like a kind of talking over a video of a 12 minute speed run of the game. And they're talking with one of the like showrunners for the game, mm-hmm. like having dialogues about like, okay, so here he's skipping all of this stuff. And like, he just running through things. Like it's real cool seeing like a dev for the game, you know, talking about a speed run that breaks everything. I forget, Dan, did you kill the board guy on edge, the, the groundbreaker and see what was behind him in the door? I, I did, but, uh, that was a, that was a, just a, a scum s- save. save. Alternate guy. reality. Yeah. There was nothing worthwhile in there, right? I don't think no, so. No, there wasn't. Cause yeah. I did it also. Uh, yeah, I, was, I never did. Cause I was, I was of the mindset. I'm like, there's not going to be anything worthwhile here. Cause I know these kind of games. It's I like, broke down everything I could. Yeah. Like I'd break down everything. Every door possible, and always have a quick save, quick load going on. Um, but yeah, that I mean, for the subscription price of a month of Game Pass, getting that. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, the the only thing about that game for me was I felt like it kind of. I mean, kind of ran out of steam at the end a little bit. Yeah, like I don't know if it's just the loop, and I'm just kind of tired of that kind of that kind of style of game. Or, or something, but those just like it was just it was like it's kind of lagging a little bit. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that it affected it affected my experience that much. It was just like at some point I was like, okay, I don't want to do most of these side quests on yeah. Tartarus. Wrap it up. Like those guy was like, oh yeah, why don't you get me all the armor or uh, go to all of these tourist sites? And I was like, I'm just not. Gonna do that. So I did all of them. Up until there was only one I didn't finish. It was the get the armor for the fashion shop. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that yeah. one. I reached the point where I was like, no, no, I'm I'm really done. I am yeah. so. The tourist one was kind of cool. What the ending was because the guy pretty much goes when you show up again. Go, where's my hat? He goes, um. We actually didn't count on you finishing. What I'm doing is actually recording everyone going through this. And you're supposed to die horrible deaths. And, like, I upload that to, like, the YouTube equivalent. I make a ton of money off of these. You kind of broke it. 
I, I will say that the finish to the fashion quest gets you probably the best piece of armor. Because um, it's lightweight and it's very uh, strong. I forget what the other stats it had on it, but it was it was very it's cool and it looks amazing because it's basically just like a the gentle a gentleman like suit. So you look dashing, and I had a top hat on as well, and yeah, it it, it was very good armor. <laughs> just um, not a spoiler, but like it, it is a minor spoiler. You, I don't know if you guys are gonna play it again. So you you go back and like the the freaking fashion person is murdered by the freaking government because they, she was doing stuff that was considered seditious. So it's like you don't even get the satisfaction of talking to the person at the end of it. They're just like dead, and then you find the armor, and it's like, oh well, I guess it's mine now. Kind of like the rest of that game. This is mine now. I've murdered you. Yeah. What yours is? What, what's yours is mine now. That's basically good game. Like, hey, we don't want you to do. What's yours is mine now. I do have a good game. Like it is that warm blanket. But this style of game, I don't need a perfect like the best telling of this type of game. I need something to be reinvented at this point. Because like yeah, by the end I was feeling like uh, okay, yeah. I've. Like, if this was a, you know, 60 to 90 hour game like a Bethesda one, I don't think I could have finished. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think it would have helped if there was, like, more than, like, you know, like half a dozen enotypes. That's the other thing, was, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, you could see, towards the ending, you could see that this was not, like, the they had budget, budget constriction. Yeah, this is yeah. a budget game in some ways. Like, this is, like, constrained by, like, time and things. It's not a full-blown out. Yeah. Like, uh, they they knew where they wanted to focus their efforts, and they did a good job in what they did focus on. So, like, the characterization of the, the your companions was better than any of the Fallout games have been in recent memory. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and just the actual, you know, the storyline was interesting enough, but it, you know, it wasn't anything to, like, blow your socks off over. But, you know, as Dan will say, it was probably better than Fallout Three story. I mean, yeah, but it's also hard to. Yeah, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to compare like it's like ten years, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, ten years difference. So it's a little tough, but yeah, yes, but uh, yeah, I hope they. I mean, there's a lot of new good new stuff that we talked about last time podcast. Yep. Like, it's really cool about this game. Yeah, just kind of want like. I don't know, maybe a full full fledged treatment, like you know, the armor stuff, like there's not really anything new after after three hours in the game you don't really find anything. There's new. about four sets of armor, they all look the same, they yeah, just have different not too much stats new. on. There's um, the Mark One yeah. and the Mark Two and the Ultimate. I felt Monarch was just too long. Yeah. And just seeing orange and yellow was just I mean, while cool in the beginning it's That just planet like, was ugly. Yeah, it was kinda ugly after a while. It's just like I can just kinda wanna look at something different. Yeah. Um, speaking of something that looks amazing and that was pretty, and the armor looks really good in, uh, Dan and I did our first Destiny raid, uh, since the last time we podcast. Oh, yeah, we raided. We did Rare a raid. readers. Yeah. We had, we had a, uh, a, a Sherpa, as it were. Um. Yeah, he called himself a Sherpa. That's the, they, the term. Yeah. They, they guide you through the raid. Um. <laughs> Is it a Tibetan person who joined you? They took us up the mountain. Or Nepalese? a friend of a friend. We, yeah. <laughs> we got two other people, a friend of a, friends of friend. To, to fill out the six Batman raid. So we got to see one of these, like, super cool set pieces that they do. Yeah. And, and it's not even, like, the full raid, too. It's, like, no. the mini raid, because I guess the first raid is broken up into, like, Four little, or five. little chunks yeah. that you could do without, like, having to do the whole main thing. So it's, it's like, like, two and a half hours. It's like the poo-poo platter of yeah, raids. exactly. You had it's, the first part of it, the egg roll. Yeah, um, there's, like, two other parts. There's a fried shrimp, there's some barbecue pork. <laughs> And it was, it's, it's really cool. Like, those those sequences, like, are very, 
you know, like, there's a lot of platforming, so there was Yeah, a lot. there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, I don't know how anybody figures this out. Like, there yeah, was but... a lot of really small-ass shit uh-huh. where it's just like, like, oh, you gotta do this, and then when you see these things, then you shoot those things, but don't shoot them too long, and then we gotta go over here and then shoot this other thing mm-hmm. until, like, uh, so, so like, it doesn't insta-kill us, yep. and then we go back over here and then we cook more, yeah. like, elements, and we it's just split, like... We have to split into three teams, each team takes a station, so each station needs to be cooking... And while they're cooking, these these crystals are going to show up, and then each side is going to call out what color the crystals are, and those are the types of, of dishes you have to serve against the, each yeah. of the crystals. And then you, things get hectic because there's a bunch of enemies running around, around trying to kill you as well. So it's like, how do you? How does anybody figure out any of, any of these mechanics? Like it just seems... or the fact where he's you know we were doing that fall and he's like oh yeah we should try and hit all of these rings as we're falling down and it's like why would you think like you wouldn't you just fall down and think that was just window dressing well, but nope Destiny folks also people just do that a lot right like, yeah. so eventually they're like uh maybe this is something yeah. but it's yeah that was that was a really cool set piece I mean that game still is continues to impress with most of their content although hearing about the last the the vex offensive finale being what it is i still want to do it just because but it's a little lackluster end to their first like free-to-play season pass type stuff but yeah that game's still pretty fun and free so what else you play dan um, You've been playing a bunch of, su- of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I did finish four games since we last podcast, so that's big. Damn. I finished uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Outer Worlds. Um, I also finished the uh, expansion campaign for um, Destin- uh, the, the first big expansion called uh, uh, Forsaken, which is kind of cool. I need to play that. Um, yeah, this actually, like, when Destiny has, like, really good funny bits, and then, like, uh, basically one of the main characters dies in yeah. that game. Um, <clears throat> I think you can spoil it, Dan. I think we all know who it is. Uh, it's been like a year, yeah. two years. It's, uh, Nathan Fillion's six, character. Yeah, character. What? Yeah, like Kevin. He what? <laughs> he, dies in, he dies very early. But he does really cool stuff on the way out. There we go. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, yeah, and then I beat Control. Yep. Which was, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, the Control... I would normally, I guess, I guess, get mad at a game that's just like, "Hey, how about like not really an ending?" Um, which, like, I, I, yeah, Control is kind of like that, but like it also made me really excited about the DLC. It's like, oh, cool, like you know, maybe we'll find out more stuff. But it's just yeah. like, like it just kind of ends. It felt like the end of chapter one of a like three part. Yeah, it just kind of ends. One. But I mean, amended to that is like. The style that they do it with is really cool mm-hmm. because they do like the remedy thing where it's just like, oh, do you even know what's going on right now? We're fucking with your, we're fucking with like what you think yeah. is a gameplay mechanic and all these kind of things. Um, fucking with your expectations. Yeah. So, that best remedy game I've ever played for sure. Yeah, so it's like it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty good. I like I like control not as much a lot of people. Um, and then I've been playing, oh, I played Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. I've played a couple games of that, yeah, that's, yeah. that game looks really good! Yeah, I played one game and I'm like, yep, don't need to play this anymore. Like, it's Age of Empires like, 2. I'm glad I got it on Game Pass, because, like, if I spent actual money on that, because after one, one match I was like, that was fun, 
And I was like, oh, I don't really want to play this anymore, though. Like, I don't really care. Because the only way to actually get fun out of that game is to is to um, get really good and then play other humans in a competitive match. Like, That's not what I want to do in those games, really. Yeah, I mean, the AI is bad. It doesn't matter what they fucking do to that AI. The AI is just bad. Like, we went, I rolled into, like, uh, the camp in the one game I played. This guy had, like, the computer had, like, seven barracks. They, they like, have, what are you doing? They have a compulsion for, like, <laughs> building out multiple versions of the same building. Yeah, you have two castles, seven yeah. barracks, and it's just like, what are you doing? And no walls. Yeah, hey, no walls. Maybe you really liked barracks. Yeah. Have you seen my collection of barracks? Yeah. Um, and then I bought a new game on uh, Thursday... Because I was gonna, I was gonna start Disco Elysium, but then I was like, I kind of don't want to get into something that serious and like, you know, really kind of story. Heady and... Yeah, heady, I guess. Um, so I bought uh, Anno eighteen hundred on the on the Ubisoft store. The Ubisoft store because they had the Black Friday sale, and you can spend a hundred Ubisoft coins to get an extra twenty percent off. So how much did that end up costing? Twenty eight dollars. Normally a sixty dollar game. game. Yeah, hey, there you go. So that was pretty cool. So you use your you play points. Yep, for something other than wallpaper. Uh-huh, or skin, or... Yeah, know. I think that's pretty cool. That yeah, no, that's very cool. Um, the sucky thing, though, is that you have to log into their uh, website. It's just like, why can't I just... Because <laughs> it's you, Ubisoft, they're know, fucking... I... It's just, I'm looking at the browser, and it's like, click here, you can spend 100 coins to get 20% off. Oh, cool. Click that, and it's like, click claim. Okay, why are you making me click again? And then, <laughs> click, 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 and then click it's just okay. like, here's a web browser, uh-huh. now log in. It's like... I'm in your Ubisoft, do you know how this works? I don't fucking use you that often. So now I gotta change everything. And then now the now the store browser's like, well, the thing has changed, so you gotta log in again. And it's like, fucking, 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 fucking. <laughs> fucking, fucking. Fucking and fuck. Fucking fuck. Um, so Anno 1800. <laughs> is a game of learning how to navigate the Ubisoft store. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't really played the Anno games. I have like Anno 20 whatever. The it equals one. 9, so it has to be 2070, but, right? But I didn't really like how that thing played. Um, but this one is pretty cool. So it's in the 1800s-esque kind of stuff. Industrial revolution. Yeah, you know, exploiting resources uh-huh. and natives. And natives, yeah, for sure. Um, there's not too much exploiting natives, at least from what I've seen Maybe so far. Maybe you're the natives being exploited. Uh, but it's a cool... Um, I wanted to play a cool city builder with a multiplayer on it. Um, because when I was playing Andrew Jumper, I was like, I want to play builders. That's all I want. Mm. Um, but there is combat, I think, eventually in that game. But you make you make ships with mm-hmm. guns. And ships with guns. <laughs> you make ships with guns. Well, because guns you have build the ships. Because you have to make <coughs> the armory. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. Like you can make a ship, but like in order to make the ships with guns, you have to build the guns. So like you have to make an armory mm-hmm. that builds guns. So this game is all about <coughs> like it's not so much where City Skylines is about like oh here's making a zone and how these zones influence each other in traffic. This game is more about like like oh here's a resource. So there is a thing that gets the re- raw resource, and there is a thing that um, that that processes it and it. then makes that thing, right? And then later on, it gets more complicated because, like, if you want to make steel beams so you can make bigger buildings and bigger ships, you have to first mine iron yep. and also uh, mine charcoal uh-huh. in a kiln, and then you <coughs> process that in in a in a iron ingot factory uh-huh. or a st- uh, and then you process that in a yeah. so so it's basically you know satisfactory the, the- well, 
well, see, what's what's cool about this, right, what's different, is that it's not a conveyor line like Factorio or, or, or Satisfactory. Satisfactory. So they have this thing, and it's kind of <coughs> mind-blowing. It took me a little bit, like, like um, the guy I was playing with, Bryce, like, told me, like, oh, the warehouses are, like, where everything comes, and then, like, the warehouses are all connected, like, Resident Evil Magic Magically. style. Um, but it didn't really click in my head until I was playing the game, and after a couple hours, I was like, oh, I have to do this, like, in a smarter way. So, as long as the, the warehouses are connected by roads, every warehouse is connected. So, every warehouse has the same amount, have, has whatever has stockpiles that yes. you have. So, what's cool is that you can build a warehouse by those, by those raw resources, they cart those in, and then you, then you can build another warehouse somewhere else, and then, and then that's where your manufacturing mm-hmm. stuff is. And then when it gets more complicated with triple, you know, you go like four levels deep of like, this has to get processed a couple times. Like it kind of becomes a thing, but then also like the warehouses have so many, have only so many slots of people to come in and take stuff and then leave. So like you have to kind of like, that's where the planning part is kind of, um, the other funny part is, um, uh, I've only, I've only have like two levels of like housing so far. So every, every house you built is a farmer house. And then when you fill their needs with various goods and other services in the city, like, like a school or something like that, um, you can upgrade them, right? So they become, it becomes from a farmer house to a worker house, but then those farmers are no longer farmers. So they're workers. So your labor pool changes depending on that kind of stuff. So a worker house, like a Dickensian worker house? A little bit. And then there's another level after that at least um and then there's another level after that i I think so but i haven't gotten that far um there's also a mechanic of old world and new world so you start on the old world map and then i guess you can colonize the new world but i haven't done that yet bryce got to that point and he was like i don't know how to colonize the new world and i was like maybe we shouldn't just stay in the old world forever (laughs) also what's funny is that we have two computers on they only have average difficulty and i think like a couple higher tiers so it's like i guess we're just on average and then so like this is what happened i started i'm like okay i got like 10 houses i'm starting to get wood which is one of the first resources that you really like need to mine for for stuff and then like bryce like yeah 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 i'm starting out like oh yeah i built my firehouse and says and then he's like oh god did you see lady margaret's like island and i scroll over and it's fucking like i'm like what happened how did you do this you're making clay already i'm not gonna make clay for another hour <laughs> well, how are you doing this you have like seven clay factories anyway cheating actually the, the one of the other funny ones is that occasionally I don't know what the how how long it takes, but every so often a newspaper is published. So the editor newspaper comes over. Um, it doesn't really come over, but it just comes up like a menu, and he says, "Hey, these are the headlines, right?" And so the headlines reflect on some of the stuff that you've been doing, like uh, like like a charcoal can exploded. <laughs> so people are upset about that, or like, "Hey, there's too much pollution," or "Hey, people are unhappy because we don't have goods." So you can use influence which is another currency in the game which you get for uh building certain things or doing quests from npcs but you can spend influence to change those headlines right so fake like, news so Randall instead of like there. it's yeah, but these but the but the <laughs> but the things to change them are all called things like like um like uh defamation or hypnosis <laughs> But yeah, so there was like a thing where it's just like people are unhappy and this would have, until the next newspaper comes, the it would be a negative 50% bonus to um, unrest. So people would get more unrest. More unrest, yeah. Because there's riots in mm-hmm. the game. I haven't experienced that yet. I'm a good, benevolent sure. um, mm-hmm. dictator. Or a but, your news but, says so. Yeah, but my news says so. So I would use hypnosis 
to take away that headline, and then the editor's like, wow, I never thought of that before. And I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> but also, what's funny is one of the NPCs, he's just like, I don't like that you changed this newspaper. Propaganda's bad. And I was like, don't read our fucking newspaper, foreigner! That's our news. Get the fuck out of my country! Wow, xenophobic. Yeah, I'll do your quest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's trying to tell me how to rule my people. My people are happy. Because I told them they're happy. Sign up for Dan's corporation. Fuck you. I did play two rounds of PUBG last night because uh, the Destiny servers were down all day yesterday. Yeah. They were down until about 8 o'clock at night. And, uh, man, I don't, <clears throat> I, I don't like how that game is now. Huh? It's not just more how it plays. It's more can't choose the map. Played two games, both Sandhawk. So fuck you. It's, Considering the last time we played it was like four times Sandhawk in the like in a row. That's like six games in a row of Sandhawk. Fuck this game. Th- that map sucks. It's not. I don't like it. It's not for me. Um. Yeah. That's... Oh yeah. There was like a box in a house in PUBG, and I was like, what? And then I I clicked to open the box, and it had old. It said old DVDs, and it was like maybe you can play this on something. And I was just like, David, what is this game now? <laughs> And then in the lobby, there was a man wearing a lion costume. Yeah. And I was like, what happened to this game? All right. Well, weird. I mean. Fortnite happened that game. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a game making all the money and that game. Yeah. I was just like, I was really kind of turned off by. That's a bummer. That stuff. I also don't like that, like, I mean, you have to just get good at everything on full automatic. Like, that's all everybody does. Nobody's using single shots. Well, because if you get good enough to compensate that that stuff, like, you can kill people from far distance with automatic. And I was like, this feels like not what the spirit of the game that I originally played 400 hours of. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it was like very, ta- and I hate that map. That map sucks because every time you get into a firefight, four other people like it's, are, get involved yeah. because they're so close. You get third partied all the time. That's yeah. the thing. It's just really annoying. So yeah, it's a bummer. What you gonna do? Yeah, four hundred hours of good, good times. It'll Most, be one of those mostly. games you look back on. You know, back when I was young, it, it, it was such a great game. A couple game. simple changes they can make. Let you choose the goddamn map so yeah. that you can play, you know, what you want to play in that game. Literally, first lobby, David's like, is that guy who dressed as a lion? Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, what are old DVDs? <laughs> um, um, I could educate like, you on like, that. I, like, I, you know, like, I've kept up on the patch notes and stuff, and, like, some of the changes that they talk about are interesting. But, like, if they don't like the map that you're being forced to play on, then there's no point in playing it. Yeah, I just, I also just don't like that automatic. I just, I don't like that. That's the real viable way to fight. I mean, I get it. It's the best fight. Aimbots. It's just, it's not as, just not as fun. At least to me. Anyway. Is that all you played, Dan? Pretty sure. I'm kind of constantly beating. <coughs> Although I'm, I don't, I know. Oh, there is a story mode that I was kind of playing to learn the game. There's just way too many people talking to you at the same time. It's like, I haven't been listening, guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, you should do this. I stopped listening five minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, my brother is imprisoned on the planet. I, I, don't, the I don't. I don't care. Okay, good, good. What's funny about that game? It does. It does make you want to like oppress bull because it's just like it's just like I got too many fucking. Pe- Why do I have to build a firehouse here? I can just use the same market because if things get on fire, everybody gets mad. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. It's like oh, there's too much pollution. We got. We need the steel beam so we can make your fucking school. You, you were, one of your needs is that you need a school in your district. So we have to make steel beams to give you the school. Now you're complaining about the pollution from the ironworks factory? Fuck off. <laughs> that, doesn't, 
No the, steel beams for anyone. The things I say that just come naturally, I'm not even trying to be funny during that game. I just feel kind of awful. Because you're just, you're industrialist. Like, you're just like, this is how that game is. You're a bad person. Yeah, you're just a bad person. Eat the rich. Yeah, which is fine. I'm just playing it on video. But also eat the rich. Kevin, what, do you play, what have you played other than finishing Outer Worlds? So I finished another game. Honk. I finished that Goose game. Uh, the Untitled Goose game? No, I'm pretty sure it has a title. It got released. Untitled Goose Who's on game. first? No, it got a title. What's on second? Today's pitching. <laughs> Tomorrow is catching. Oh, God. Who's pitching today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. No, today. Tomorrow. Fuck off. So I was almost at the end of the Goose game when I finished up on Extra Life. That game's a lot of fun. The controls... I get some people could have some qualms with it. Overall, I'd say if you can get used to the controls, and there are a lot of games with worse controls. In fact, I love The Witcher 3. I'm just going to say The Witcher 3 controls, if you're a person who can get along with those controls, you could get along with that goose. Both of them move kind of a little less responsive than you feel like they should, but once you get it down, they feel comfy. I mean, the goose, the goose that, is always drunk. That goose is just drinking all nonstop. What can I say? That goose, that goose gets it's around. Hey, oh, untitled a, goose game. It's a good game. Yeah. It's kind of cool how it ends. No, it, spo- no, no spoilers. I'm just going to say it's training you the whole time for a final challenge. Cool. It's one of those where it does a good job of you keep doing things, and at the end it's like, oh, I needed to learn everything for this. And then after you beat it, it has like bonus objectives where it's like you can now try all the objectives with the farmer at the beginning, but can you get them all done before the bell rings? So in other words, it's like speedrun strats or something. I don't feel like doing that because... Part of the charm is, like, you have that nice music going that's kind of tranquil, kind of like you're in a country village. And that music says, take your time, not rush. And the goals you have, like setting up a picnic for yourself, that says, take your time, not rush. So I'm not going to do that. It's a good game. Take your time. Except, of course, if you consider a fact that it's on Epic Store and everyone says you have to hate everything that's Epic exclusive. So, worst game ever made. I also played through The Missing again. Still like that game. Really good. I, the, I like the bit I played of it. It was, you know, I. it's just one of those I just fell off of, so it's interesting. I did a full day of it on Veterans Day as, like, my bonus uh, extra life day. Hashtag for the troops. Save the troops. Respect the troops. Support the troops. Troop, 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 troop. And that's why you shouldn't kneel at the anthem, because mm-hmm. we know it's all about the flag and the troops. Yep. Not that, like, a a veteran talked to Colin Kaepernick and said, instead of sitting or skipping, could you just kneel? That shows the right level of respect. No, it's all about the troops. It's all about racism. Anyways, JJ. I started. I want nothing. The I mis- want nothing. <laughs> the missing JJ Macfield and the Island of Memories. That yeah. is a title. Yeah. And a very positive game. It's still, after playing through it, incredibly identity positive. More so than I've seen from almost any game. Which is really cool coming from a Japanese developer. Because, quite frankly, Japan, for some things in the LGBTQ type of world, is not the most forward-thinking. 
And then I played I played that hot new game, oh. brand new, newest game out there. Sleeping Dog. Near. Oh. Not Near Automata. No. Near Near. Sure. The original oh. Near. I was wondering what because they think I saw you say like I'm gonna play Near. It's like, oh are you playing Near Automata? I'm playing Near oh. on PS three. Which is kind of interesting. Did you know a PS3, if you hold down like the PlayStation button on a controller, there isn't a sleep mode or suspend. It's just turn off console. Mm-hmm. Games used to be like that. Yeah, and they didn't have save states. And they just, you know, hard saves and <clears throat> cool beats. You have to find like a save spot. Cool beats. Cool beats. I didn't know that that was a part of the game. Yep. Actually, music on Nier. Second of the three pillars. The third pillar is hentai. By the way, keep your eyes out for that hot new game release this week on Steam, Hentai Sniper Middle East. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a real game. <clears throat> and it looks... I want nothing. I want nothing. I want nothing. <laughs> I want nothing. <laughs> Tell Hentai Sniper Middle East to do the right thing. I want nothing. So which So Nier is really good. I had to say, the music, really good. Like, you immediately, if you like Nier Automata, you get that feel of that game because it's the same um, composer for the bulk of the music. I think it's like um, Okabe, Keiichi Okabe. So, real good music. The game is really cool. I heard a lot of people had reviews saying the first five hours are very hard to play through, but after five hours it becomes good. Just like I saw with Nier Automata, a lot of people said the first, the A ending playthrough is kind of meh, but once you get through it gets really good. Both of these games I'm enjoying from the very beginning. I think it's very good from beginning, as long as you're not expecting the game to immediately start with like, the world's on fire. Like, it builds up, hey, let's introduce you to the world, let's introduce you to what the game is. Like, it takes its time, and it's really cool how it does it. A lot of style to the game. What's the through line? Is this a direct... Is Near Automata a direct school, or it takes place in a different time? So... How does this... All how right. does this go over, over, so, revolve why around you Dragon this question? Do you remember lore reasons from Waypoint for the Kingdom Hearts games? I didn't listen to any of them, but I do oh, know of it. It is brilliant, oh. especially Patrick Klepek essentially constantly going, what? So, Or at the end of it going, okay. If you watch through on YouTube, you can find videos that cover the story of Nier. Sure. It starts with Drakengard, nope. which is takes place in a fantasy world with dragons and shit. Yeah, it's sure. like one of the endings of Dragon At the end of Drakengard uh-huh. 3, I think it is, sure. this guy is riding a dragon... Uh-huh chasing another evil dragon mm-hmm. through a portal and they end up in the skies over Tokyo in like modern day. Yeah. So then the end of, you watch Godzilla? Is, that's the end of Full Metal Alchemist? That's the yeah. end of ended up in Germany randomly. After that, in the year I think is twenty fifty eight is where Near starts. In twenty fifty eight it's perpetual blizzard. So it starts off as says like twenty fifty eight and then the word summer appear and you're just looking at this blizzardy scene in like a abandoned city that probably is part of Tokyo and a bunch of demons start attacking you and there's a book that talks to you saying if you want power, sacrifice your soul to the book. And your daughter is there and she's starving. So eventually 
you have to rely on this book because all these demons attack. And then, like, your daughter ends up like she touched another book and had saying corrupter. And then it said... You're going to say she touched another daughter. And then it says, like, 1,158 years later. Mm -hmm. And then you're the same character. And I don't know if you've lived forever during that, because your daughter is also there, and she's same age. I don't know whether it's like you re-reincarnate. Yeah. I don't know what... When does the DeLorean show up? But then, you're it's in a ruined world that's kind of more medieval type of setting. Like, it's swords and stuff like that. But you have your talking book. The book is Grimoire Weiss, or Weiss, depending on how you want to pronounce it. It should be German, so Weiss, which means white no, we book. we in America, you say Weiss. So it's White Book, and you're on a quest because your daughter got the Black Scroll. That means black writing appeared on her arms, and she's going to die. And you learn that's because of Grimoire Noir. Shut up. Grimoire Noir is the book with the dark magic. Grimoire Vice can shoot out bullets, kind of like one of the little pods on Near Automata. And you could do magic with him. And now I could ride a a boar. So I ride a boar, and you could do drifting with the boar, and then there's, like, deer that you could kill, and you get venison from them. And then I found, like, Kaine, who's a woman who runs around in lingerie, who keeps calling you an asshole. And that's about where I'm at. Oh, okay. You're the asshole. Apparently I'm an asshole, but I'm just trying to be a good father, taking care of my daughter. She wanted a watermelon. I I need to probably grow one for her, because nobody sells a watermelon. That's usually but she made some stew. What? Is that John's brain? <laughs> yes. That was my brain. I have killed goats also. Yeah, I did kill goats. And you get their skin or their meat. And then you can upgrade your weapons. And then like... Do you take a picture of the moon, then take a picture of the floor. And, and you go, now I can invent an automobile. Yeah. Dark Cloud 2 call out for you folks out there. So the game does have like a weird chrono trigger type of vibe in like some areas. So there's like abandoned factories with robots that are still active in them. Because at one point there's two boys. One is a blacksmith and one is just a little tiny boy. And they're like, our mother went in the factory and hasn't come back. And you go in there and you find like robots and you fight them. There's a test on this later, Dan. Do you remember everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the asshole. You got it. You go 2,000 years in the past, and then you're like, I'm in medieval time, and they're a dragon. Okay. And then you're like, whoa, what's Mickey Mouse doing? Then anime happens. You got it? You got it? Then anime happens, yes. And then the music's really good. Good. That's all I needed. Is music good? And it has a fishing game that sucks. Okay. How about the rest of the game to play? Is it fine? The rest plays real good. Okay, I do have to talk about this fishing game real quick. It makes you fish at one point. Uh-huh. You have to, you know, a lot of games with a fishing game are going to make you do it once. Yes. You don't have to do it after that first time, usually. It's optional. So you find this, you're told you need to get this one fish. And it's going to be, a, you turn it into a medicine that's a pain reliever for your daughter. And so you find a guy who goes, here's a fishing rod. If you're looking for that fish, go ahead and start fishing. He is standing in front of water. You try and fish there, and it'll say, okay, wait for the rod to kind of dip down. Then you hit the X button to, you know, pull the line and snag the fish. Then it says, pull in the direction opposite the fish. So if the fish swims left, you pull to the right. It swims right. You pull to the left to keep it hooked. 
and health will go down. If you fish where the fucker is who gives you the fishing rod, you're, you throw it out there, you snag the fish, it immediately goes, snap, the fish got away. And then you're like, okay, what do I do? I looked up on Game Facts, what to fucking do. Yeah. And it said like, what did the ASCII guy tell you you needed to do? Do not hold down the button to snag the line. Just tap it. And I was like, okay, still broke. Okay, what else is there? Oh, hold down on the left stick, and then roll to the directions that the fish goes, uh-huh. you know, opposite of. Sure. So I'm holding down, snaps, but this time Vice, the grimoire, he goes, you know, you should hold the direction the fish is going, because that's why it keeps breaking, you fucker. And it's like, fuck you, Vice. I keep doing it. I start losing my patience. Like, I reach that point of... I only have to fish once in this fucking game. Just <laughs> let me catch the fucking fish. Where's the skip fishing section? I will never fish again. I swear. And then I find buried in this this um uh tooltip menu. No, in a board dis- oh, okay. uh discussion oh, this, board. Okay, discussion board. Buried here. in it. I yeah. go to like page five. All right. Before somebody goes, and normally I wouldn't go page. five. Five on a 10-year-old discussion thread. Mm-hmm. I go that deep into it where this one guy goes, oh, if you're still having trouble, are you fishing where you got the fishing rod? Because you can't do those at this point. No, go to the other side of that town through a little cave. You'll find a beach. It's like, couldn't they have fucking no. No, they told couldn't. me no, that? They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. They could not do it. I wasted like 40 minutes right. trying to fish on this one beach, swearing at this game. Like the previous four hours of this game, I was like, this, they say it's five hours before it gets good. This game's fucking great. And then I hit that one point. Right it's like, I'm I'm going to quit playing this game forever. I'm never going to play this game again. Right. They said the. the can you get past hour five? This is the breaking point. It's, that was so... Any game that has something like a fishing game that's not required, but it's an optional thing, except you have to do it the first time, just fucking have a skip option. Or you make it easy enough to do, like in Fire Emblem. Or... All it is is you watch a, you watch a little ring go in, and you have to hit A to get perfect timing, but as long as you get in around that area, you're still good. Oh, I should add the fishing game gets super complex. You get a lure and a rod from the first guy. The lure, you could reuse forever. It's essentially just a hook. Yep. But then you could buy things like worms. Of course. And if you buy worms, you could catch different things. All I caught with them so far have been aquatic plants, which I don't think you could use for anything. But then I took the lure to this one area, and I caught a carp. I was going to fish again and said, what do you want to use? Your lure, earthworms, or carp? So apparently you could fish for things that you then use to fish, and then you get bigger fish Uh and... One of my, I have two side quests right now where one of them collect 10 sardines for the guy who got me the fishing rod to prove I'm a good fisherman. The other one is this guy in a bar. A bartender says, listen, if you get me 10 healing herbs, 10 wheat, and 10 sardines, I'm going to hook you up with some major awesome stuff. Fuck both of them. They ain't getting nothing from me. Oh, here's the other annoying thing on the game. One thing that is really annoying. So as you walk around, let's say you're killing sheep. There's a lot of sheep. 
I keep getting mutton from them and getting wool. So you get a bunch of that stuff. I have like 80 mutton I'm carrying on me. Like 80 fucking chunks of meat. I mean, it's like what happened in our world when you just kept killing those uh, creatures that dropped steaks. Oh, yeah. Then you look at those and you go, oh, those are one pound each. They gotta go. So on this, I have like probably 80 pieces of mutton that weigh like five pounds each. I don't care. Healing herbs, like a little little leafy plant. You carry, you grab 10 of them, and then you grab that 11th and it goes, I can't hold anymore. I need those healing herbs. They keep me alive. You only get 10. 10. They keep me alive. You only get 10. Oh, also, this is one of those games I got poisoned by a spider demon. I was confused. Like you will. Does poison go away on its own? Or is it one of those games where you have to go back? You have to use an antidote or go to a save spot. Yep. So I got poisoned. It's like I'm going to tough this out for a while. My health is going down. It's like eat a healing herb. Okay, I'm going to tough this out. Healing herbs I find pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just want more than ten because when you fight a boss, some of the bosses are jackasses. Yeah. So still going down. Eat another healing herb. Still going down. Eat another one. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I recover from poison. I'm, okay, do I want to use an antidote? You know what? Using our healing herb, I start running back to town where a save spot is so I could recover my health and stop the poison. Yeah. Then it stops. So it's not one where it goes forever. It just goes longer than it really should. Near. Longer than it should. But it's a cool game. It has an interesting mechanic where your weapons... And your magic and your, like, defensive abilities. You collect sacred words from killing enemies. Because, you know, you have the grimoire vice. You know, it's a book. As you get these words, you can assign two words to every spell, every weapon, and your defensive role and your defensive, like, block. Mm -hmm. As you do that, you apply words, and that will change, like, your stats. So you can have multiple weapons that are quick to change to, where it's like, these weapons are almost identical, but I want to keep both of them because this one drops better rare items because it has this word on it. This one gives me better defense. But at the same time, game has a cool feature of automatically you could have it equip the optimal words, which is cool. Because we talked about, like, two weeks ago... my TED Talk. That optimal equipment, mm-hmm. like on Outer Worlds, I just want to do optimal equipment for my companions yeah. and just get over with. Parvati, don't need to. I don't need to delicately look at each hammer, see which ones you, I want to equip with. Just give her the best. I just want to say, hey, Parvati, here's my locker. Yeah. Take the shit you want. Yeah. You know what you're doing. But that's the cat's quarters. No. I don't care, Parvati. Parvati. Parvati, the door is open all the time. It's not like I'm in there jacking it. I'm out saving the universe. Except and also, except when I'm in, but when I'm in there jacking it, it's you because you're on the ship too. Also, Parvati, I just want to say that came out wrong. What? <laughs> See what? I'd be like Parvati. You could take my stuff. That doesn't imply Felix. You guys only exist on Felix the ship. Felix is when a little bitch. Otherwise, nobody exists. Was that Kevin? Felix can't take stuff from my locker. Parvati can, though. Felix could go fuck himself. I was, I was Felix's guy. Felix what about the right. doctor? Uh, I, I, you know, she just washed over me. Like, yeah, I didn't she, really... she had the least interesting. Well, her her companion quest was kind of annoying. Eh. Did Sam have a quest? I don't think he no, did. That's the thing. Like, he's the least fleshed out of those companions. 
has, he has great on ship interactions with the computer. Yeah, but not really anything other than that. Like, yeah, I wish Sam had a little more going for him. I was hoping for more of an HK vibe, but didn't get that out of him. So yes. Oh yeah, and also I'm still playing Ring Fit Adventures. I have actually I picked that up as well. I have only played one session so far. That game kicks your ass. Oh yeah. I was sweating profusely at the end of my first three levels of, of play. Um, that game is it's rougher than it looks it's like. An ex- it is it's an a workout. Yeah, it is a workout. Um, yeah, um, my plan is to alternate between that and drumming in Rock Band Four to you know try and. I'm trying to get like every other day ish yeah. on Ring Fit Adventures, depending on how sore I am. Because the I was, first day yeah. I did it, like my legs. We're hurting. Yeah, the the squats are not so bad. The chair pose is the harder one for sure to start out with. Um, but you know, it's a it's a good wrapper for getting you to do some exercise. And it's fun when you level up and you start getting new skills as you go along. I haven't gotten there. I, like I said, I just did the first three. The first three. Yeah. Levels, so so yeah. as you go, you'll get new exercises. Yeah. So you'll trade things in and out. Yeah. So you can actually pick like. Do I want to be focused on leg day? And the things only really have one, like, one turn cooldown, so you only have to do one other exercise that you, like, might... You'll get some that'll have two. Yeah, two turn two. Okay, And then also, over time, it'll eventually be different, um, different exercises are targeted to different enemies, and some of them have AoE, some of them are direct target, so... There's strategy to it. It's it's, it's a, a cool game. It's a nifty device and a nifty implementation of itself. Yeah. It makes working out a lot of fun. And what's cool is the first time, remember how you start off and it says, let's do some stretching. Yep. And then when you finish, Let's you could cool do down. cool down yeah. stretching. After the first time, every time when you start up, it'll say, do you want to stretch to start? You don't need to, but you're going to get experience if you do. And it's like incentivizing yeah. you to stretch. Because, yeah. you know, it's good for you to do yeah. the stretching, but some people will be like, fuck this noise. Yeah. You should you should stretch. You should stretch. It's good for you. Yes. You know, do some kinetic stretching when you're starting up, yeah. some static stretching when you're cooling down. Yeah. I like how when you beat a leader, like the final stage on a world, it'll just say, hey, this has been a lot of fun. Do, do you, you think quit? you might want to stop now? Keep going. Oh, yeah, Anno did that to me. It's like, hey, you've been playing two hours. Why don't take a break? And I said, fuck you. See, this I'm game... I'm the plantation master here. <laughs> this game, it's a little more, um, I need to quit anyways. I'm, I cannot keep going. <sighs> I think it's Stephen <sighs> Totello had a, a write-up on the game <sighs> where he's talking about, like, after his... Like, he was talking about how he fell off the game over time. <sighs> but he's like... You know, I wanted to play through a bunch because I was writing up a review, but I really couldn't because yeah. you can only play so much in a day before <laughs> the flesh, the spirit is willing, but yeah, the, the flesh is, is willing, dead. The flesh is weak. Yeah. yeah, it's a good game. All right, Kevin, what what do you? Let's do some quick news. All right, EA is working on an anthem project to try and salvage the game. Which don't care. I think they kind of sailed on that one. I. Mm-hmm get it they kind of need to salvage it but next gen watch title anthem anthem's the sequel considering how they fucked it up so bad like the story behind it of yeah what you saw at ea was a demo built like three weeks earlier i don't think there is enough of a game to salvage move forward to whatever the next mass effect is going to be and do it smart and whatever the next dragon age is do it smart just write off anthem you really need to walk away from it. 
Another thing that sounds like a failed piece of crap, so far Stadia sounds... Yeah. Ugh. Like, the promise of you're going to play all of these games with the best hardware there is, and you're playing, like, on medium settings on a lot I, of games. I've gotten through the first, like, almost hour of the Beastcast, and hearing Vinny talk about the fact, like, I like I kind of anecdotally, like, was looking at Twitter and hearing them talk about this, and I think I saw a headline on Polygon or something, but the mm-hmm. fact that you got the device delivered to you, but you couldn't actually activate or play anything on it. Yep. When you got that device, Unless you had a pixel phone. because you didn't get the codes in the box, yeah. fuck off. Like, or, or if you didn't have a pixel phone. Yeah, or if you don't, you know, like, it's just fuck off. Like, I'm sorry, your device, your product's not a launch, it's a, it is a beta test. It's a bad, it's a bad product. Yeah, it's not worth your time. When yeah, David was telling me about, um, he was watching a YouTuber, mm-hmm. like, talk about it, and he had to, like, basically ask... He had to he had to find a friend that had a Pixel phone so he could he, so because when you turn on the controller for the first time you have to set it up with a Pixel phone after that you don't need a Pixel phone you know the you have to have a Pixel phone to set up have the to have a Pixel you know the big shame not you can't plug it in via USB anywhere and set it up I don't think so not into the Chromecast not I like, don't think so by way I'm sp- <sighs> I would thought we'd have heard more about that if that was the case. I think they sent Pixel phones with to them. all the reviewers. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Here's they the sad knew. thing: the reason why they sent Pixel phones with them is because they knew they didn't know what they were doing. Here's the sad thing: this could have been solved all if of it? <laughs> if Google if Google did one thing. Imagine if Google had like a phone operating system that's on like 70 plus percent of all phones, then they could just make it so easy. But unfortunately, they only have the Pixel phone and nothing else runs off of that Google OS. Oh, wait, Android's theirs, isn't it? And they yeah, should have. What? what is Android? What's Google? I don't know. I can't. Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> What's Alphabet? <laughs> There's Google phone, and there's Android phones. What is that? I don't know. So like, how about... It's all too confusing. Let's talk about some of the things that should have been, according to the stuff many months ago, should have been at Stadia when, launch when that Ferguson wasn't. Walked out on stage thinking he was smooth as shit. So Stream Connect, State Share, and CrowdPlay. Not in it. Not in it. The Achievo system. Oh, it's there. <laughs> Ish. It's No, it, they're tracking your achievements. All right. Do you want to see them? No. Nope. Uh, well, you can't. No so. notifications. Nope. Um, how about the ability to use existing Chromecast Ultras? Why would you want to do that? You already get one in the box when you buy your... your, your By the your way, why Stadia. would you want a Chromecast Ultra? Because those sound like the most expensive, least functional streaming But it's got stick. Google on it. <laughs> so, you have family, right? You know, you might want to share with them, like no, a family fuck share. fuck my family. I don't, it's my, my device. Fuck you, what buy if, your own. What about if you have buddies and you want a buddy pass? So no, th- fuck that. I don't have buddies mm. either. You can, but none of that works, so it doesn't matter. I'm good. Well, on Bryce's side, I mean, it's there were 12 games coming with it at launch that were all brand new games. Like, it's that's not the, one was exclusive and the other were a bunch of old games. They, that's, so that's exactly what happened. They're adding 10 more. They already added them. That are the latest, no, no. newest games you can't play anywhere well, else. <laughs> I will say one of them is a, a very recent launch on the PC platform. 
Football so, Manager 2020. Yeah. No, I was talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. Although hearing hearing both the giant bomb cast and the giant beast cast talk about... Uh, the low no, setting. No, and the Waypoint people talking about the intro to that game and how bad it looks on that, yeah, on that system. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the that's the biggest thing. Yeah, you call All this, other stuff, like, you know, you can fix it with, like, a thing or yeah. this thing. But, like, the actual idea of, like... Of, like the whole point of this... Yeah, you came up to us that, and said... The whole point of it is that, hey, you don't need to buy a console. You just pay this, and then when those when those servers get upgraded, hey, man, you're upgraded too. You're playing on the best hardware without buying the high-end hardware. At the best having, settings. Yeah, w- without having to buy a expensive computer or the highest range of the consoles <laughs> yep. and, and have to mess around with all of that uh-huh. kind of stuff. No, we just got to take install. care of it. You. you don't have to do it. We take care of it. Okay, I'm playing Destiny at medium settings. Fuck off. Sure, they up the image, but fuck you. No, fuck Plus, off. Plus, also... <laughs> Destiny 2 runs beautifully on computers. It's one of the best streamlined it's games. It's fucking gorgeous. It runs yeah, on anything. Actually, yeah, other than connection issues or random... It's The only problems I've weird had in Destiny stuff. <laughs> is, is weird, um, the connection stuff, where sometimes like we can't load into a thing and we have to reform the group and yeah. then now we can load into it. It's like, okay, that's dumb. Yeah. But like what how it looks like, perfectly you, fine. You can run better settings on cheap-ass computers yeah. than what you get on the stadium. The whole point of your fucking thing. You came to us and you said, hey, you want to play things in 4K60 without worrying about anything? Here you go. You know what they failed to do? Let you play that stuff in 4K60 yeah. without worrying about anything. Because eventually all that other stuff probably yeah. will get smoothed out. Oh, yeah. As long as they actually stick with this. Yeah, yeah Google did they it. shut down another service today? Oh, oh, I didn't hear about uh, that. I was somebody on Twitter. Was hmm. Something. I, I, it was a service I never used. And of course, when you know what? I'll be nice. If they shut down Stadia, not when, even though it is when they shut it down, you lose those games because will hire Dan. You is are that what bu- it is? yeah. You are buying games that may never even go on sale. Like, we don't know if we're going to see sale prices. And some of these games, you could buy for a lot cheaper right now on other systems, other consoles on PC, than you could get on Stadia. Because Stadia, on top of the subscription cost right now, you also have to pay full price for these games. Like, I don't know who it's for, right? Because, like... Presumably, it's for somebody who, one, doesn't know that much about games or doesn't want to invest all of the money, right? So, yeah, you just pay, like, what, 120 bucks or whatever it is. 130 for this device. And then you have to buy the controller separate? No, that's, it it's the controller, controller and the Chromecast, and then you subscribe to the service, which yeah, is, like, okay. 10 bucks a month. So, yeah. So then you buy whatever game you want. That's cheaper than any console right now, right? So you can play these games. However, you still have to buy those games. So if you buy an Xbox right now, you can get, like, it probably comes with a game or two. Yeah. Right? And most probably of, a couple months of Game Pass. Most of the bundles will come with a game or two and Game Pass, which has a bunch of games. Yep. PlayStation, you could probably find a bundle too, especially in the next week. With a couple of games. In yeah. the next week. Switch, the same thing. Yep. Right? And it's only about a, a little bit $100 more. So, so the, <laughs> the gap is small yes. already, right? And it's like, okay, but, but 
you can just take that thing wherever you want and you can play games at the highest fidelity just as good as the console. No, you can't. You can't do that right now. You the highest it, medium settings. You can take it anywhere you want. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean it's going to play. Well, you can take it anywhere you want. Yes. If it has an internet connection. Yeah. If it has good internet connection. You can't take this on the plane. Yeah. Like, I, like when I go to my parents' house, I can't play a Stadia. Because yeah. they're out in the boonies. We yeah. get all right, right, all right internet, yeah. but it wouldn't be able to do... Any any of the stadium. No. There's a difference between you might get good and twenty. Like you might be lucky enough to get a seven twenty well, signal, right? It's like yeah. there's a difference between good enough to stream like from YouTube at seven twenty yeah. or ten eighty and being able to upload and interact with a controller yeah. Yeah. with but, latency. Yeah, so, but it's like the thing, right, where it's like it's like, okay, so if I'm going to like not have a physical game or a game I can play offline, then when I do play it, it's gotta look really good. And it just does not. And then you can't play multiplayer right now. Well, I mean, you can't play multiplayer on the same stadia right now. You can't link those Wi-Fi things. So, fuck you if you had kids and you wanted to play with them. So, fuck off. Yeah, this isn't for kids. And on the gameplay side, you're in a different hopper than everybody else. Yeah. So you can't play Destiny with anybody. You want to play some Crucible? Uh, no, we can't. Yeah, you, you know, you have Destiny clan that you've been playing with? Nah. Mm-hmm. You know, your friends who all have not Stadia? Nah, you can't play with them. You want to do Red Dead Online? Nah. Uh, with the three other people? I mean, honestly, like, it doesn't give... The only thing that it does is that... Uh, the only thing that it does good, to my eyes, is that, like, if, if I had a Stadia right now, and I was like, hey, Dan, why don't you come hang out at, at my house... I'm, ta- I'm speaking as Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Dan, why don't you come to my house? Wow, that's a great impression. <laughs> that would be really cool. Come okay. pet the dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay, that'd be nice. Uh, it's like, oh, you want to play some games? Yeah. Well, do you have any games that I don't have? Well, that's probably not really true on the stadium. But let's just first say, well, I don't have, I don't have football manager twenty twenty. Let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, I can bring my stadium over. We can, we can play. We can have fun. Oh, cool. Um. Like yeah, maybe I can just connect my my controller like and then oh, whoa, 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 whoa. only only one of us pump, can play Stadia at a time. Pump your brakes. But like that's the coolest part. Like I can just bring it to somebody's house, or like if I'm going to go stay at, at at somewhere with a reliable internet connection, I can just bring a console yeah. and then just with minimum Pick up setup, your progress, right? Minimum there. setup and then just play. But everything else is not good. It doesn't offer anything that that a console or a computer doesn't do. As good or better. Because the game selection is poor. You don't own your games. They're at full price. Like, w- like right now you could buy uh, Xbox One S for yeah. like $199. With it game- probably games? will come with a game. Yeah. And it will probably come with Game, game Pass. Pass. But uh-huh. you can also just subscribe to Game Pass anyway. Yep. And you have a ton of games. Yeah. And in the past, Microsoft has done saying that I wouldn't be surprised to see them do again. Of that whole idea. Especially, personally, I wouldn't be surprised to see it in the next console generation. Of the, you subscribe to Xbox Live Gold for two years with Game Pass or whatever you know, subscription, and they throw in the hardware. Well, they that's actually just got launched. It's ex, they relaunched Xbox All Access, which for thirty dollars a month right now, you can get an Xbox One X and Game Pass Ultimate included, um, which gives you access to all of those games and Xbox Live Gold. And that's thirty dollars a month. But in addition, in twelve months, when the new consoles come out, you will be able to upgrade to that new console through this plan. And meanwhile, Stadia, you have to pay a down payment currently, and you're paying $10 a month, but then you have to buy all the games. Game Pass, essentially, let's call $10 a month the the washout between the two. You have 
better settings, lower latency, you don't need to be connected to the best internet at all times, and it's $20 per month, essentially, for hundreds of games. What's that $10 a month give you? The Stadia thing? Yeah. 4K60? And, like, a discount on the games in their store? Although, for right now, you can't do it without the $10 a month. Yeah, you can't play without the Pro subscription. That's coming in the future. I mean, to... to, So, So you're paying $10 a month for the right to pay full price for old games. Those versions that are out now, the Founders Editions that people are buying, come with three months of the subscription service. Service. So you're not. But paying... you're still paying 140. Yes. I know it's well, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> brag a little bit when you look at what Xbox is doing with their project, their XCloud project, where they have that is bold. <laughs> oh, is that Google bold or me bold? No, I'm just I'm just still reacting. <laughs> okay, to okay, yeah, yeah, I <laughs> forgot about that part. Yeah, you yeah, have you to pay to uh-huh. you pay to pay. You have to pay in order to uh-huh. buy your game. It's like pay to There's win, but it's pay to pay. Year. Sure, but, but we're, that'll only get you 1080. We don't even know if that's actually true. If it ever comes out, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. It could be shut down but, before that. But then. when you look at the perspectives here, <laughs> Xbox is not only... They're doing bold. Dan, you got the vapors, it looks like. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, so the, their xCloud preview that they're running currently gives those users who are enrolled in that preview... Um, there's two different ways to stream. So there's there's streaming from the cloud, which they allow you... To, the people who are enrolled in that preview can have a selection of 50 games. 50 games that they don't have to buy. They just have access to them to play and try as part of this preview. Keep rhyming? Yeah. I'm not good at that, so... Um, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It was all subconscious. Um, or they have, the, they have an alternative version that is console streaming, which allows you to basically stream your, your home console to your mobile device. Also, the current platform that they are testing this on is Android, which, you know, if you think about it, is using Google's backbone to show off a better service. To do more than Google. And more than Google is doing. And from the, you know, the initial impressions, people are very impressed with that service. And also, you know, all you have to do is pair up a Bluetooth controller to your phone or your tablet, and, it you know, it can be any Android device running a certain version of... Uh, of their OS or later, and it just works. Like, I've tested it out. I have, I picked up a Google Fire tablet, or not a Google Fire, an Amazon Fire tablet. Um, I had to sideload the Google Play Store to get the app installed because Amazon's like, no, you don't get the, the regular Google Store. But the fact that it's the Android platform meant it was all I had to do was look on an article and say, it said, download these files on your tablet and then run them. And I did that and it ran them and then I had the Google Play Store. So it wasn't, you know, some weird like jailbreaking process. It was literally clicking on links on a web page to get everything to work. Um, then I, you know, downloaded the app, booted up the app, and then paired my controller to it and clicked on a game, and it booted up and started playing. Granted, this is still a preview, so some of the connectivity stuff was not the greatest, but they're not charging you for this. They're, you know, you sign up for the process, and you get to try it out if you get accepted. It's not a paid beta, which is what Stadia is. I mean... It's hard to even call it a full beta. I think just calling it well, early access would be the best word. And then the with the XO news word. that happened, they even mentioned specifically that once this service does go wide, you will get you will be able to stream all of your Game Pass games on that XCloud service as well, which is a hundred plus games generally per, like available at a time through that subscription service. Of course, also Microsoft is doing something far smarter at this point, which is. Google, if you're going to have a service like this, you are cutting off parts of the country. Because 
good enough, you know, yeah. internet for for Stadia is not in all of the country. There are big sections without it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Xbox, hey, if you can't really do the streaming part, you still have the physical hardware. Mm-hmm. And in most places, you're going to have good enough internet to do the downloading of a game locally. You know, download to your local sure. device. Yeah you might not be able to handle the actual streaming of a cloud-based game. Stadia, my favorite part of all of this, is first off, you can't use any Android phone. You have to use a Pixel phone. Even though Google makes Android. Second off, Google requires you need good enough internet for this. Google announced not too long ago that they were pretty much done expanding Google Fiber. So they're even not expanding the service while offering something that essentially is prime built for the service they were offering. And we're also still in a world where Google's response to like bandwidth caps, where they're saying, we think that the internet service providers will be reasonable and decide to eliminate caps. That's not going to happen. When were ISPs reasonable? The fuck you talking about, Google? DJ Scotty Summers on the ones and twos. What does he have to say? Yeah, it's for... I don't get what this is. Why there? Stadia Pro subscription is required to use Stadia currently. Also, the word, the messaging on that, it's amazing hearing... What chrome-plated balls on these guys? <laughs> like, like if the Epic Store was like, "Hey, you want to buy games on the Epic Store? You got to have a five dollars a month, five dollar a month subscription." Also, even if it was one dollar a month, yeah, it's still, that's yeah. just dumb. Yeah. Although principle Epic it. Store, at least they could say we're going to make it where the free <laughs> games, two free games every month for the most part, yeah. you need to subscribe to get those. No. Google, it's like Stadia, so what free games do I get with that ten dollars a month? Nothing. None you of don't them. Get anything. Nothing. Too. The collection, which is a free to play game on all other platforms. And you can play on higher settings well, on you all have of to them. Buy Destiny? If you don't have the 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 subscription, I believe. Yeah, yeah. if you don't have subscription once they have the non subscription format, you're going to have to pay for Destiny. The collection. Because they don't have the free to play <laughs> version on that platform. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's great, right? That's bold. Yeah. <laughs> that's bold. This Stadia, like, that's bold. This feels like a plot line from Silicon Valley. Yeah. Fucking Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Gavin Belson's like, ah, oh, we got you. We got the box. <laughs> yep, the box. This is the... This is Silicon Valley. Wow. This is... It's like... It's like worse the more you think of it. Because initially it's just like... What, what is... like? I don't really care about the thing. This feels like a, a bad <laughs> sketch. It is... It is Cool tech. It is just. You know what else is cool the... tech? That Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah, that's that... cool tech. Dude, that fucking ATV looks <laughs> rad as hell, man. But that's that looks awful. That truck looks like. <laughs> yeah, that truck is bad. So I didn't see the announcement when it came out, like on Thursday. But yesterday at yeah. work, my coworker said something about you saw the Cybertruck, right? And I was like, no. He loads it up on his computer. I'm watching, and as soon as it rolls out through the fog and the lights, that thing comes out. It's like, is this Saturday Night Live? And he's like, no, this is real. And, it's and like, then it gets even better. The, the window. throws the one metal ball at the window, it shatters, and Elon Musk goes, oh, that, like, I think he, he swore on stage. And then they did it again. And then he's like, wait, why did they do that? 
They they were trying because the the windows are glass. Like they they were touting this as like unbreakable oh, so it glass. Wasn't unbreakable. No, it was not unbreakable glass. They said that they yeah, like you threw the metal ball. In it, so they started by dropping this ball bearing onto the the windows, but on the not on the actual truck. So yeah. then they go to the actual truck, and Eon's like trying to break the window, and he's like, "You sure?" And he goes, "Yeah, try for it." And he throws this ball bearing, it, it and embeds it, itself in the window, and she's like, "Oh." And then he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, I did see a gif of that." I was yeah. like, "I don't know." And then he did it again, going. and it broke the other window. Yeah, like why would you let him do it the second time? After and the first time, you just be like, "Yeah, we're still working on this." Elon, like he muttered some like something about, "Oh, maybe we'll oh, get that in post production." What was that? He said something in Afrikaans. Yeah, oh, <laughs> maybe you know. So like, That's I mean, product. yeah. So I guess on paper, all of those specs of that truck look good because, hey, if you can't even fucking do the armor glass, I don't believe everything else. Yeah, a part yeah. of that car. Like, well, and like I was, I was. There's something I just don't believe. Like everybody was like, oh, but it's really cool underneath. Like you know, like maybe they'll improve the design. It's like ah, uh, I don't believe it then because yeah. they can't even yep. like that, they, that was it. But if what, the first promise you make isn't even true. And the fact is, is that, like, most of the people who would be looking for something like this, they want something that's easy to service, which Teslas notoriously aren't. They want to be able to buy parts, which Tesla oh, doesn't nope. really let anybody do. And they want uh, to be able to take it wherever they want to get it serviced if they do need to take it in for service, which Tesla doesn't let anybody do. So, like, when you make a work truck for people that can't do any of the things people who like work trucks want to be able to do, what's the fucking point? And then the cherry <coughs> on the top, it looks ugly. Yes. 95% of, like, cars is how it looks. Like, I mean, that's what it is. Like, the I, jokes on it most... have been great. Oh, the Warthog comparisons yeah. are quite good. I, I yeah. like the... So, Elon Musk, Elon Musk looked... <laughs> he looked at the Pontiac Aztec and said, I could work with that. I can do worse. It's or, literally the intro to... It's literally the Homer... Being revealed to the world, nah, I in, mean, at real life form. Or hey, what it hey. is is like is like a '90s movie when they're in the future and it's like a car that they have in the yes. background that they just put a different a different body on, yeah. like a regular a regular yeah, car. You're like and you're like, and you're like, oh, cool, we're in the future because they got stupid cars. Or when hey. fucking they introduce the Ford Taurus in RoboCop, the new redesign, and everyone goes, oh man, that car looks like it's from the future. Yeah. Hey, here's the good news. Other cars, it takes time to process all those polygons. This one only has like four polygons. It'll load in no time. Yeah, it was one of the Gran Turismo cars that they didn't uh, get the high detail. Yeah, on. it's the low detail cars. It's low the, detail. It's the every every other car, not yeah. the these twenty cars. Look not the twenty skylines. Just wait until they import that in from GTA San Andreas into GTA Five. It'll look good. This looks awful. Like who? It's yeah. Did, did somebody go like, hey, this looks bad? Elon went, no, it's look good. Like, it doesn't even look futuristic. It just looks bad. It looks like, what it looks like is somebody who was just like, I took an old truck and I just did like a, a, a project of making it look cyber, right? And then you would look at it and be like, wow, that's cool that somebody actually made that. It's what like, we, fabricated it yeah. because they just did it on their own. They have regular cars. They just made a fucking crazy car because car people are crazy. It's what we thought the future would be back in the 1980s of what cars would... But we're like, smarter now. Cars but did you hear about like why the thing is silver? Which what's what's potato? It's stainless because, steel, right? Be, because they they can't paint shit right now. 
because their paint shop has a whole lot of like lawsuits against it oh, because yeah. of environmental stuff. Oh wow! There, well, okay, so I'm not 100. percent That's the reason why. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's there's been a, there was one reporter that like did a lot of reporting. Like he's like, hey, this is all my reporting on the paint shop, and this is why it's silver. So I don't know 100 percent why. Like maybe that's why it's not colored. But that seems like a really good reason why it's not why it doesn't have any color on it because. You uh, paint. Paint is really toxic, and yeah. you have to be really like good. Paint is like that's also one of the things. What those Tesla cars are notorious for having very bad paint. Hmm. Like coming from an auto manufacturer that I work for, <laughs> uh-huh. paint is a big deal. Like like marbling on paint and stuff like that. That's an instant reject. Like when 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 they do the quality checks on that at the truck think, factory down there, bubble up and things. Yeah, like, any bubble up or anything like that. that. That is an instant reject. They just spent like I don't know five hours making that truck, but, but then it doesn't, that the paint, paint doesn't it goes back to the. Yeah, that stuff gets rejected, mm-hmm. and that's that's most of the returns. Like that's a big that's a big thing, and like Tesla is notorious for like. Having Jeez. bad quality. Ah. It's a bad quality car. Yeah, like it's a cool car. I've I've ridden in I've ridden mm. in a Tesla X, and that fucking that was that was really rad. Like how fast that thing accelerated. It was crazy. It was like speed. Yeah, yeah. It was actually kind of scary. Yeah, and like that was like wow, this would be really cool if I had like a place to charge it and stuff like that. But I can't... you read all of the horror stories of like yeah. of the of the quality issues, and like heaven forbid if your car gets hit by something and you need to fix it. Or heaven oh, forbid, nope. your car catches on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, cars catch on fire. They have, That's just yeah. what they... I mean, <laughs> regular cars have a controlled explosion, yes. like, thousands of times uh-huh. a, a minute. Yeah. Like, in their in The in their engine car. is known as the internal combustion yeah. engine. But the thing about a battery fire mm-hmm. is... Thermal runaway. Yeah, it's significantly, <clears throat> like, scarier. Mm-hmm. Like, not to say that gasoline fires are not scary... Gasoline fire is but, easier to wrap your mind around because thermal yeah. runaway. It is insane how bad those fires get in such quick, a hurry. Yeah, in a hurry, and also that it is just generally super toxic. Like, and really, trying to put it out, regular extinguishing methods do not yeah. work on battery fires. Take it from our safety expert, Kevin. Yeah, I work with battery uh, recycling and disposal. Yeah, and you you take all of that and then you. Like I, I don't want to play, but it's got back. A, it's got an iPad in it, and it drives itself, and you can have sex in it while it drives itself. So fuck y'all. I'm gonna no. What I'm gonna say is I can't wait to start seeing these show up around the Microsoft campus because oh, you God. know there are gonna be a oh, bunch yeah. of assholes who are gonna buy Kevin that car, see it all the and he's gonna guys. see it all oh, the dude bros at Amazon who fucking drive work in Bellevue. Too. I'll just see. It. You'll see it just being in Bellevue, yeah, yeah. for sure. But yeah, like us being like you working on in downtown where the Ammo oh, Bros are, oh, just, and us living, yeah, just uh, us working here. on the east side, us yeah, living like, in King County. Yeah, like, there's a lot of rich people here. Yeah, I mean, the the other thing I'll just say, like I, I mean, I don't want to back air quarterback this, but like like uh, Monday night, Monday quarterback, Monday morning, Monday morning. morning. But like, I mean, I was, I was kind of saying this before. It's very different from making just from a manufacturer's perspective, making a couple of thousand cars yeah. to making a mass market car that <clears throat> that you sell fifty thousand yeah. or a hundred thousand or a million cars. Yeah. It is a very different beast. <clears throat> 
because because qu- scale like, quality scale, at scale is one, a you hard can't thing. check a million yeah. cars. You can't check fifty thousand. You have to spot check and be like, well, you have you. you it's not yeah. It's spot check. Batch. It's, it's batch, it's batch yeah. sampling. Yeah. Yep. And then you have to be secure in your processes to know that for the most part, this is, all of these are going to be yes, the same. Knowing that the percentage of failure is this amount and it can't exceed that amount. And then so. being consistent enough to know that if I have a percentage of failure, that means that 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 number is true. Yep. But if you're not actually like don't have a standard of quality or standard kind of like ways of making things, every everything like that number can the, yes. the standard deviation yes. is using a statistical term is a lot bigger. Yeah. So you don't even know how much is actually like coming through bad quality. Also, you could be good at this and have problems. Yeah. I mean, I a good example: Microsoft, the red rings on the 360. Microsoft is good at mass manufacturing, and they. They had issues. Tesla is not good at it. Yeah, cars, cars. It gets are, bad. Cars are notoriously hard to stamp out, like those kind of things, because or just automobiles in general, because you're making a lot of them, and and there's a lot of complex things that you're combining all have to work. Yeah, you're combining mechanical, electrical, computers. You've got a lot of different parts that yeah. do not want to play those, together. And all of those parts are from different places. Because yep. the electrical is not made by Toyota or Ford or something. That electrical was made from something else. All of those things are all different. Yeah. And you're also, like, you know, people use these things a lot. Like, you use your car more than you use your Xbox. Like, on general. And it's, and also when your Xbox fails, ah, that sucks. Man, Dan, so, what's it like when your car fails? Well, I'll tell you, because <laughs> I was driving along, and my um, two weeks uh, two weeks ago, and uh, I was at a stoplight, um, turning onto Maine in Bellevue. In Bellevue, I was almost at work. So busy morning already, like rush on hour Maine, traffic uh, right? across across the four hundred five. So I was going to make a left turn on Maine, go across four hundred five, and then go in Bellevue Way and yeah, park yeah. where I rush went. hour in the heart of yeah. a rush hour area. So I was I was on the left <laughs> turn. I was the second one to go. And then while I was waiting there, I was like, "Oh, why did my check engine light go on?" Uh oh. Okay, well, I'll just I'll just drive it, and I guess I gotta bring this in again. Fucking whatever. Green light goes. Car goes ahead. I press the gas, and I was like, "Am I in the wrong gear?" Wait, I don't have a manual. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a manual gear shift, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can't just put it in randomly six from start. No. That's just not a thing it does. So the car goes, yeah, we're going to go five miles per hour. The equivalent of creeping on an automatic drive. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. I'm stomping on the gas. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then, like, like I'm like, well, what do I do? I'm all the way in the left turn. All the lanes are filled. So, like, I can't go yeah, right. Yeah, it is wall-to-wall traffic. And I'm just like, point. oh. So I start, like, I put my hazards on and i'm trying to like inch over here nobody there's no way there's no nobody yeah, everyone's looking the guy behind me is like nah, <laughs> and they're like talking. they're just no way and i'm like ain't, ain't going nowhere just no and way. then eventually i'm like i guess i gotta make this left turn but i can only go five miles per hour right so I have to wait. No, it's not even oh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's the equivalent of putting your car in drive and the idle your, speed. Yeah, the idle letting speed. it roll. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it was going. So the so I had to wait for the cross traffic to have enough space so I can make <laughs> the slowest left turn in the history of Bellevue. <laughs> so yeah, so the car path. People are all crazy. I'm just like, can you just, can you just buy me a feeling? You made, this is not my ideal morning, guys. I have guys. my hazards on. There's obviously something wrong. Yeah. So then I proceed. 
<laughs> and everybody's looking at me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I hope that guy doesn't speed up because he's going to run into my car. <laughs> and then I park it in a whatever fucking whole extended stay yeah. America thing. And uh, yeah, I just got the car back. I was going to say, I noticed Does, your uh, car was back. Did they, oh yeah, you said they had to do like serious work this time. They had to replace some uh, seals, I guess. I don't know if this is every car, but this car has a couple of like extremely high pressure seals. So one of the seals was leaking and I guess eventually it just eventually completely crapped out and was just like, yeah, this engine's not just going. They had to do the, that. Look, it's no, just uh, a thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a thing. They basically replaced that and then they put like about 300 miles on it to make sure to see if it, it would the, fail yeah, again. The seals were working. They, they said it didn't fail, so... Roll the dice. Here we go. They're like, they're like, sorry, you know. Roll two d six, Dan. See if you, uh, you succeed on getting also, your car to work. When that happened, I just got my car ECU completely updated for my previous issues. Uh-huh. Right? They said yeah. Dan they had said, the beta firmware. They said these things were going to be fixed. So the beta firmware. I don't know if I mentioned it. When did we last podcast? Uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. ago. I don't yeah. know if you mentioned the beta so, firmware. So yeah, basically, I was early access. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just got that done, and then 10 days later, this engine thing failed. Bold. Uh-huh. That's a bold move. Yeah. I don't know what is wrong with the demon car. Set it on fire, and get a Toyota 8, or get, a, get a Mazda 3, and be done with it. I, just, I don't know what is wrong with that car. I don't know why it's everything. I see plenty of FRSs and eight yeah. sixes driving around. Everybody just looks so happy. That's so remember how time. we're talking about Disney <laughs> should take, like, the best of other services user interfaces. This is like Toyota and Subaru. Or, yeah, it's Subaru, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like Toyota and Subaru took the worst of yeah. their processes and put it together. They went over to Jeep and was like, how do you make cars? <laughs> but, yeah, so thinking of, like, quality, like, the majority of those cars on the road are fine. But, like, that car completely yeah, is. is that, that percent, it, 1% of, I don't know what Percentages, but it's probably it's it, it's probably minuscule. But the yes. thing is, is that even the cars that you know, like that fail a lot, are like the percentages itself. If you look at it, is not a you would be like if you were gambling, you'd be like that's a good percentage. Yep. However, when you have a automobile. Like, any percent is a bad percent, because if that guy, like, if, if, like, suddenly stuff fails, and then you do a high-speed crash, or your car catches on fire, people die. Yeah. Like, your Xbox, nobody dies when your Xbox, like, breaks. There's different levels of gambling. (laughs) If I buy a lottery ticket, and I don't win, what's the worst that could happen? I threw away a few bucks. Yeah. If I buy a car, and it doesn't work right, what's the worst that could happen? Death. Yeah, you end up getting a Toyota Corolla every month and driving it instead. Yeah, sorry, Dan. What are you gonna play this week, Dan? What's on the uh, game? Kevin have any more? Oh, on the note of Toyota, final bit of news: Toyota is coming back to video games. Oh, what? (laughs) Toyota disappeared from games a couple years ago. Coming back, Um, they're going to be on Forza next month. Oh, for the horizon. Yeah. They never really announced officially why they got rid of it, although there was a weird tweet at one point where Toyota of Europe said, like, uh, we don't want to be involved in video games that deal with crimes. Because somebody said, hey, Toyota, why aren't you in Need for Speed? They're like, we don't want to support games that deal with criminal activity. Yeah, I think also, like, the other stuff is... 
probably like i mean you know it's actually like it's not actually the worst argument because like so if your car crashes in forza and like gets messed up in a particular way what does that say about your car right if it stops working because you know these car these car games get more realistic and like oh now like the suspension is weird or you know like you might have a more realistic game where your your engine fails Um, or those kind of things but like but like but like i'm driving a real car in my video game so what does that say about like your car, right? Like the car that you're manufacturing and you're you have or, a lot of investment in. Like it's I, I can see it. Imagine if you had the cyber truck within a game and your <laughs> windows got damaged. Yeah. I mean imagine how bad that look. Yeah, like if, if you but, if somehow there's a bug yeah, but you just drive your warthog off the cliff anyway because you don't know how to drive that like, thing. Like imagine a Gran Turismo game with like, you know, you put on all the realistic settings and but there's a bug with like all of the all of the Fords. Like their engine craps out a little bit sooner. <laughs> Imagine, imagine, like from a from a marketing sales perspective, like what a fucking shit show that's gonna be. Like that's 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 big. Or if you're you're in a game like GTA and you have real cars in in a game like GTA and you can die in the car, like and the, but somebody rams you from the side and you die a little bit. You know, maybe somebody makes a montage of all the times you die in a Ford Camaro or Dodge Camaro. What is it? What, what's the Camaro? Chevy Camaro. Chevy. There you go. Yeah, you have a Chevy Camaro. Ford and then, Mercury. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> makes a youtube video of very realistic graphics of like all of these people getting side side side, side impacted and mm-hmm. be like oh look like you die really easy in a camaro it's like holy shit what does that say about my fucking car that i'm selling like that's that's big but they should be into it. it's why it's a lot easier <laughs> back with gran turismo one where you didn't have <laughs> car damage <laughs> oh but, but i but like there's only one car be. in gran turismo and that's the nissan skyline so it doesn't matter no, no. There's a lot of cars. There's a lot of Nissan Skylines. Just the Nissan Skylines. Yeah, there's a lot of cars, John. They're all called Nissan Skylines. I forgot one other bit of news. I decided to spend $1,000 to pre-order a game. Yeah, Half-Life Alex. Kevin's got... Oh, yeah, I own it already. He already owns it. Yeah. Okay, I'll be quick. This is the only thing I'll say about this. Fuck off. <laughs> I, I'm not saying people shouldn't play it. I'm not saying that I wouldn't play it because I'll probably play it on John's Oculus what, uh, Quest, o- Oculus Quest or whatever. <laughs> but PC, fuck back. Yeah. But I've been waiting. We've we've been all of us over a decade yeah. to see what happens because because Alex's dad gets killed and then she gets kidnapped by the combine at the very end of episode two, mm-hmm. Half Life Two. So and now you know what happened to her, right? Because this is the continuation, you're gonna right? Make a fucking Kevin, prequel. I got bad news for you. It's a prequel. You're gonna make a to Half Life One, Half Life Two. You're gonna make a fucking <laughs> prequel. Uh huh. You know what you need to see? You need to see Alex try to start a revolution in the city and know that it fails miserably because that place is a shit show until fucking Miracle Man Gordon Freeman shows up with his crowbar. And decides to fuck everything up anyway. Actually... Yeah, you want something done right, you get a white guy. You know what? With glasses. <laughs> okay, on one hand, I have to say, if you want fun, go to the Steam Discussion page for this game. Because, <laughs> oh, there are two flavors of bad. Like fun at all. The first flavor of bad is... Fuck you, Valve? Um, so, beyond that one, there's okay. a lot of people going, 
Oh, so it's free with the index? I think they should drop the price of the index to like three hundred dollars. And it's like you could happen. still play it on any VR that yeah, works on a computer. Said any VR headset will be compatible for play this. So game. buy a used Oculus Rift original release if you buy want. A quest for God's sakes, because then yeah. you get the best of both worlds now. Because that thing can hook up to your PC and play the stuff there, or it's a freestanding VR headset yeah. with finger tracking. With finger tracking coming. What's the other yeah, what's the other flavor? The Air One. I start to see. You know, I play this, but you have play as a woman. Fuck really, off! It is still a thing. I, you know, like I don't, I don't really mind that they're making a game about Alex. I don't mind that they're making a VR game, which I wish they didn't, but that's fine. I understand why, right? They're trying that's to push the yeah, yeah, the totally. index. I that, mean, that makes sense. Let's get to the real <clears throat> sin about this stuff. But I, oh, about Campo Santo. Well, that that too, but like, yeah, just just the fact that there hasn't been a Half Life game, and then they're all like congratulating themselves, and even the Campo Santo guys and all of these people, and I get it, like that's your work, fine. Yeah. But I can react to it however I want. And the fact that everybody's like like congratulating them and everybody else for like, oh, like wow, we're doing a, a thing, and it's just like fuck, fucking fuck off. Like I I don't really exactly mean it a hundred percent, but also kind of fuck off because it's, like like this is the biggest franchise thing, and also like dude, yeah, you're you're taking stuff away from the, in the Valley of the Gods. Yeah, which. It sounds like it's more or less disappeared entirely. Nobody knows. That yeah, they're the, trying to do a 1984 thing that like the, the O'Brien never existed. All I know is that that E3 or whenever it was trailer mini trailer they had like a year and a half, two, two years, years ago, ago now. I think that looked so good, and Campo Santo stuff is so fucking great. And then everybody's Twitter changed. Yeah, it disappeared from all Twitter profiles for and, Campo Santos. And hey, people. you know, I'm glad that those guys. I mean, they're probably in a much better place like, financially. I, and I like, think. Yeah. I think probably overall, it's a good good move for them still because like they don't yeah. have to scrounge for money. That's fine. and it definitely seems yeah. like, but, like they're still they're enjoying what they do at work. But it's just kind of a bummer. Like Chris Remo, like went and like tweeted out how about how proud he is of like the work he's doing on this game, and also like he even commented, he's like, it was great. I got to build this website too, and he was like really happy about that. Stuff. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that they're having a fun time. Yeah, and I'm not gonna be like a hundred percent like against them. But like, I want I'm in not, the valley of I'm gods. Also, I'm also like, I'm sorry, I can't be happy like that. You guys are making game because it just to me, you're making like, the half life we don't want, and you're not working on in the valley of the gods. Yeah, I just feel like it's I, a lose lose. Yeah, I just feel I feel really disappointed. One that they said like, oh, this is not going to change all this kind of stuff, and yeah. I'm not going to be hyperbolic of like, of like, oh, they okay, lie, devs yeah. lie, and all like, this kind of stuff. I'm just, I'm just really again. disappointed. Yeah. Actually, I know what's happening. Valve is playing the long game here. After this comes out, and people are like, fucking, you know, is VR? I get it. It was kind of a good game, but with VR, and people start to say, it might have been the best VR game I ever played, but it was fucking VR. And that's when they go, and Half-Life 3 comes out holiday 2020. And everyone goes, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's gonna, and it's launching exclusive to Project Scarlet on Xbox. How about that for fuck all y'all? I don't think that was. <laughs> no, I know. This, this, that's the joke. Oh. Exclusive I, to Stadia, and Google goes, and we were playing the long con too. I, no. I mean, like, I, I don't get. I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, 
I don't think this is going to be a bad game. I, I honestly think it'd probably be pretty pretty cool because the Campbell Sandal guys are working on it. <clears> I like a lot of the stuff Firewatch a lot. Yeah. I think that they're all the talent. But they they probably those people are responsible for the only really good season of the Telltale Walking Dead. Yeah. Series, so. But like, yeah. I, honestly, like if 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 they were bought by EA. And then they were working on In the Valley of the Gods, and suddenly all of that Twitter bio like changed. And then they they were like, "Hey, we're making the next Mass Effect game." Mass Effect game, like people would fucking be at uh, all the indie people like would be at up in arm like at EA. But since it's Valve, well, since it's Valve and it's Half Life VR, like he's all yeah. happy. Plus, also with EA, it wouldn't be we're oh, making the next like I Mass Effect. It's be. we're working on part of the 3. multiplayer element of Mass Effect Four. I mean, we're consulting on the story. For... Like it's 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 hard it's hard for me because I don't want to be like vitriolic to a developer. It's like. They owe you. Video nothing. games are hard to make. Yeah, and video like, games yeah. are hard to make, and I don't want to be lumped in with the other fucking. We don't know all the breezers. internal machinations that went. I don't want to be decision. one of the mouth breezers. All the only thing I'll say in the last, is I just feel. Yeah, I'm sad that I'm not. I don't know when, if, or if I'm going to get that game that they were working. You're. I mean, essentially, you're in the wrong if you say I am owed something. Yeah, I'm not but owed. instead, I'm to say, you know, to do the parent thing. I'm I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm just that disappointed. is a perfectly fair yeah. sentiment. I don't have to go on a message when like we're like stalk them and try to get people to join a hashtag or something. Also, if your That's complaint funny. is you play as a woman, fuck. Oh off. yeah, well, just fucking, fucking die. Yeah, That's fuck. stupid. Also, Alex is really cool. She looks like the coolest looking NPC. Yeah, the most realistic looking NPC. I you know, if it's Half Life Barney, it's it'd be sad. cool. But like it's said, Alex. It's not, you know, the doctor's not going to sound the same to me because I know Robert Guillaume's voice. I love me some Benson. I love soap. And he was. He passed away. He passed away, so we're not going to get his dulcet tones. <clears throat> um, Benson was an awesome show. Yeah. I grew up loving that show. Robert Guillaume uh, was a funny dude. He was good on. He was great on Sports Night, even. Like, you know, Sorkin's probably one of his best shows that he did. Yeah, um, his voice was so good, yeah. like smooth. So anyways, what are you gonna play this week, Kevin? What's on the uh, the gaming plate for? I'm playing the hottest new game. Near refinance. Oh, even better. Yeah, I keep being drawn away from things because uh-huh. interest rates for mortgages are incredibly low. Because you know how you make interest rates for a mortgage go low? Uh, Uncertainty. Uh-huh. And when you have shit going down with China in Uh terms of tariffs and trade war combined with a president being impeached, you get really good interest rates. Wait, our president's bad? President's pretty bad, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. It's in in my consciousness. Seems like a bad guy. Oh, okay. So that's not good at all. Um, Well, if you look at the other side, both sides matter. No, he's pretty bad. Oh, no, yeah, he, <laughs> he's kind of the I worst. want nothing! I want, I want nothing. nothing! That guy has nuclear codes! Yeah. Oh, he has his hands on the football. Dan, what are you going to play this week other than existential Also, oh, I'll play near. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I really hope that there's some Secret Service aides that have, like, all agreed, like, in a treaded word tackle, okay? If he tries to launch the nukes, we're just tackling. Like, I don't care if we go to prison... Or something we got it. We we have our national duty is yeah. To... Just like that. Just like that Russian guy. There's that story of like that Russian guy where like all their radar went went haywire. And they thought it was they thought it was they thought it was a preemptive attack. Yeah. And he was like, no, we're not doing this yeah. because the Americans wouldn't do this. Yeah, it's the, it's he, literally the crux disobeyed. of war games when Falcon goes into the war the big room with the whopper and everything and says, <laughs> no. "Don't you think they know this?" 
You know my... Then don't. Here's the thing with the impeachment that really blows my mind completely. When Sondland was testifying in the public testimony that we could all watch, and he was essentially saying, yes, this was Trump. Trump said to do this. This was quid pro quo. He was holding back aid to the Ukraine, demanding that they investigate. At the same time, the White House and the Republicans are going, we fucking won today. Sondland proved we won. It's like, they really do believe this. What's funny is that they begged begged for public hearings. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And now we get them, and then you look at Devin Nunes' face after that testimony. Oh, God, that guy could go fuck himself so hard. So hard. Um, So I'll probably be playing Anno 1800. 1800, I don't know when I'm going to buy Disco Elysium. If it is on sale for the Valve uh, Black Friday stuff, I'll just just buy it at whatever percentage thing it is. Just Um, to have it in the back pocket. Just to have it in the back pocket. For the holidays. I'm looking forward to the day after Thanksgiving because that's my favorite time to stay in and play video games because I get leftovers. You will be probably... I will be. I'll probably be bringing home some leftovers too. Yeah, just leftovers and, and play games. Yeah. That's a fun time. It's a good week. It's a it's a nice weekend for sure. I'm going to be getting my car serviced on Black Friday. That's oh. a bad idea. You know what I did two years ago on Black Friday? I bought a car. Oh yeah, you did. And poor Dan came, took my the old car back here, but couldn't get in the house. <laughs> it's like the only day I could get it in. Ah uh, yeah. Where do you do you use Mazda now, right? Yeah, Renton Mazda, Walker's Mazda. I mean, I'm Walker's. Super yeah, they're a kitty corner. They're, they're, I will say their oil change service is very good now because you can just go in there and drop the keys off, and it took me like 45 minutes to get in that pretty pretty much. So, yeah, I just sat down with my phone. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I read some Spider Man. I grabbed a little little bag of popcorn from the little popcorn popper they have in the service area and looked at my phone for 40 minutes. So, by the way, when are a game I may try out? Depending. I watched Half Coordinated doing some, just his regular stream, Bug Fables. Sure. I saw you bought that. It looks just like what the new Paper Mario should be. It has the same aesthetic as Paper Mario, but you're bugs. Cool. And it's only 20 bucks. It looks kind of cool. I think my goal this week is to play After Party, because that's the uh, Night Night Something Studios. I forget. But they are the Night School Studios, I believe. Um, They made Oxenfree, and I liked Oxenfree. And hearing Rob Zachney talk about how much he hated that game makes me want to play it even more. Because, I don't know, that guy rankles me the wrong way sometimes with his, his hoity-toity opinions on certain things. Um, but we'll see. It might be terrible. Dan what? is, you know, I don't even want to. Damn it, Dan. For podcast Our... users at home, listeners at home, Dan is doing something very bad. There is be no glad, proof. Be glad no there's proof. no video component to this False podcast. False news, fake news. Yeah. And also, one last thing I will say is, fuck Tony Robbins. I don't know if y'all heard recently, but there have been allegations he has uh, been uh, had inappropriate sexual harassment with people for years, apparently, and recently it has come to light that he has done it to a minor. So, oh, everyone's bad. That seems pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, you know what's not bad? There is a new randomizer that I have seen show up on Twitch. Crystallis Randomizer. Oh, God. Kevin's got his extra life goals in mind for next year already. Uh, they're too hard to set those up. I love watching them, but it's like... The, the past one? I've heard that one's not too hard. You gotta do shit or something. Now you sound like Dan Recker when it comes to Google <laughs> phone, Android phone. I don't know what they are. Too complicated. 
It's too confusing. You gotta do stuff or something. You gotta take a little work. Going from four crapper to crapper. Four crappers to crappers. Anyways. Alright, everybody. Thanks for listening. Kevin, Dan, always a pleasure. Let's yeah. let's uh, go enjoy our Thanksgiving holiday. Kevin's Peruvian it is, Thanksgiving. It is super effective week with Pokemon Go. Okay. More potions. More revives. More more Pokemon? No. Same Pokemon? Same same Pokemon. Okay. I kind of tempted... Well, at least that has the full fucking Pokedex. Not like Game Freak. Dexit. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, we're done. Stop it, John. Bye, everybody. I kind of want Pokemon Sword or Shield, because Yanper... They sell a two-pack. You can get both. Okay, that's stupid as fuck. It's it's just a few different Pokemon. Don't get Dan started on this. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. If you bought both of those, you're a bad person. Please end the podcast. Hey, look what else Cyclops can do with his hand. He can give you the the double... Oh, okay. We're done. Goodbye. (laughs) Two in the pink. One in the... Oh, Scott Summers, you're a douchebag. His dad owns the country club. He could go wherever he wants. <laughs> hey, have you checked out my latest beat? Hey, check out my latest album on SoundCloud. Yeah, stop podcast. Damn it, Scott Summers. <laughs>